man, I mean, it happened a few times. I'm so sorry to all the, the officers that were training me. Golly. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an now. urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing oh, yeah. and listen. By the way, welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Uh, I am your host, Arnie State. Some breaking news here now. We visited these earlier this week. The predictions of 2023. Hold on. The predictions predictions of 2023. Much better. Much, much better. Now, now we were going over these, and V. Coop had one. This is the second to last one. Inspired by the movie Cocaine Bear, which, by the way, amazing movie. Someone will give an animal narcotics leading to the deadliest zoo attack in history. Well, Dateline, Hamilton County, Ohio. And and by the way, thank you to Braddy Kidd for this story. Um, Hamilton County dog wardens responded to reports in January of a leopard spotted in a tree. Now, they don't know what kind of leopard this exactly is because there are certain hybrids that are allowed in Ohio. Why? Well, because Ohio thinks it's a good idea to have I don't know, wild cats as property. Hey, it's it's their state. They can live there if they want to. Well, allegedly, they thought it was a hybrid F1 Savannah, which is legal to own in Ohio. But they don't know if it's actually that one or not. So they found it in this tree, right? And they found that it had a broken leg. So they took it to the Cincinnati Zoo. And they did some work on it. They found out exactly what kind of animal it was. Uh, it, it was a, a, an exotic breed known, uh, blah, blah, blah. Amory was an exotic breed known as, uh, Serval, CAC community engagement manager said. Okay, so whatever. So they're, they're testing it out, and lo and behold, they find cocaine in its system. Now, I can't give this one a full correct mundo too. Because they, I, we don't know how the, the leopard got the cocaine. Maybe it was somebody who saw cocaine bear. I don't know. But there was no deadly attack. Now, maybe it will lead to that. Maybe they'll keep this, this leopard at the zoo, and it, it'll become jonesy, and it'll start itching one day, and it'll sniff somebody out in the zoo that has some cocaine on them. Because, you know, people in Ohio, they go to the zoo with cocaine on them. And they'll, 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 the, 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 the wild cat will smell that and be like, oh, my dear friend. Oh, devil's dandruff, booger, sugar, hello, doctor. <laughs> now, when that happens, I will give V-Coop full credit. But uh, until then, until then, we're, we're still waiting for anything to come true. So there you go. <laughs> That's a great story. Oh, good morning. Um, lots to get to on the show today. We got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. We got a big pile of Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy today. Wow, do we have stories. Let's say some good morning so we can officially start the show. Well, the freaking dog! Straight Fire says good morning on this fine tur day. Raise your hand if you love the Arnie State Show. Desert, Desert Runner is raising his hand. Says good morning, ass people. 
Gold says, morning, assholes. Let's have an awesome day. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Chaz Man, morning, ass family. Can it be fucking Friday already? No shit. It's only Thursday. Good Lord. The good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Always love Lake Tahoe Day. I, I, I do, too. Lake Tahoe Joe Day is always fun, and we have some really fun topics today. Fuck your mama. Ah, hot mama's in the house. She says, good morning, ass. Uh, the good Darren says, I ate at Jim Boys in Fort Worth. Lucky. Uh, holy shit, it was good. It's been over 20 years since I've had those tacos, and I have to say, way better than Torchy's. I agree. Look, when it, when it comes to tacos, Jim Boys is tough to beat. And they only got one here, and there's allegedly another one that's going to open up closer. Man, oh, man. They, we, we ate at the Velvet Taco Place, and it was okay. Torchy's is a little bit better. But yeah, I think people have just gone a little taco crazy. I like tacos. Don't get me wrong. But I think they, they, they're doing the tacos what they did to bacon about 15, 20 years ago. It's taco this, taco that. I love tacos, but I like other Mexican food, too. So there you go. Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska says, shit. Sure, happy it's Thursday and good morning, ass family. Rain and snow mixed here in southeast Nebraska. Currently 32 degrees. Yikes. Derek, my man, good morning to you, my friend. Uh, he says, uh, good morning, ass family, on this fine Thursday, also known as Becca. Friday Eve, indeed. Uh, Ahoy Sanchez family, looky there, looky there. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is all up in this house. Well, I haven't seen a beating like that since Rodney King. Well, there you go. I hope that you have a spectacular day. Your out says, morning, y'all. Follow up my doctor yesterday. 15 pounds down. Blood pressure is the lowest it's ever been. Wow, good for you. So if you want to get healthy, have your gallbladder removed. Happy Friday Eve, y'all. Swoosh, good morning. V Coop says Ohio is turning into the new Florida. Cocaine, leopards, train wrecks. Fires, poisoned air, water, and the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Parm on the tortilla is so good. Oh, it is. Warbird. Warbird says, good morning, Broheim. Well, Warbird, good morning to you, my friend. Uh, Lots to get to today. And and this first story, look look here. Look here. I'm going to have some fun in this first break. I know the first break is traditionally the... The, uh, the news of the day, the things going on in Washington and shit, and we'll still talk about that kind of here. But yesterday was just a funny fucking day. I, I got to tell you, yesterday was just a day full of laughs. Now, women, I'm going to ask you a question real quick. I, I, I just have a question to ask you. How is it that you can ever vote for a Democrat again? Now, I, I asked this question, and, and you're probably sitting there going, well, what, 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 why this time? Yesterday, First Lady in Skank, Jill Biden. The diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, yep. as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Timmy and Nicole, good morning to you. Yesterday was International Women's Day, a day to celebrate women. Women. Jill Biden and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken were there. 
when they handed out the 11th Extraordinary, extraordinary Woman from Around the World, the, the, the Woman of Courage Awards. They were handing the Woman of Courage Awards out at the White House. They honored 11 women from around the world who are working to build a brighter future for all women. And the main award... The main award went out to, well, what's this gal's name? Um, oh, oh, wait, wait, before before I say her name, she is from Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you. All through my wild days, my mad existence, I kept my promise. Ah, yes, the Argentinian Alba Ruda was introduced into ceremony as a transgender woman (laughs) who was kicked out of classrooms, barred for sitting in for exams, refused job opportunities, subjected to violence, and rejected by her family. She was subjected to violence because they played Aretha Franklin music, that's why. But the face of these challenges, she worked in violence and discrimination against the LGBTQ plus community in Argentina. And I think we're all saying it, and we all want to say it about Jill. You handed the International Women, uh, Woman of the Year Courage Award out to a man. Fuck you, Jill. You're a horrible fucking woman. This is why everybody hates you, Jill. This kind of shit. I can't make this stuff up, people. <laughs> and, and oh, she's a she's a handsome gal too. <laughs> Looks like she played for the Lions at one point in her career. Oh God Almighty! I, I, and so this this brings up my question once again: Women used to be like the secret weapon that Democrats would use every once in a while. And it wasn't a secret weapon because, you see, they told everybody. And you remember Bill Clinton got elected because a lot of women found him to be attractive. That and the fact that Ross Perot fucked up the election. Okay, see, uh, what I'm going to do here, see, is uh, uh, I'm going to dilute the process because I'm an old, ugly guy. And uh, I'm going to take away votes from uh, W, or GW. Uh, w is going to run in two, 20 years. That's exactly what happened. Women voted Democrat, and they stayed voting Democrat. How do you vote Democrat now? Your own party. Your own party just awarded the International Woman of Courage Award to a man. I saw a, a, a video from Matt Walsh yesterday. Um, he's the guy who's really taking on the trans society. And I have to say that he he really said, he said some really great things. But the main thing is, is that they started this. I'm paraphrasing what he says. But he says they started it. 
We were minding our business. We were doing our jobs. We were going to work. We were laughing at all kinds of jokes. And then you came along and demanded that we pay attention to you. We accept everything that you say. You say that you can be a woman even though you were born a man. And if we say, well, no, that's not true, we're labeled as hate mongers and you're a victim. Oh, the victim mentality. Oh, wait a second here. Oh, I'm going to go off in a little bit. Oh, man, I'm not happy about a story I just saw. But you forced this on us. You said either do this or we're going to riot in the streets. Now, that doesn't sound like a victim. That sounds like an aggressive type person. We were the victims. We were minding our business. And then you come along and say, you have to accept this. Have you ever told somebody they have to accept something? See how that goes. When you were a kid and you brought home a shitty report card, did you say to mom and dad, well, you got to accept this. This is who I am. The shit they did. And that's exactly what's happened now. We have these people that weren't paid enough attention to growing up. Or maybe they were paid too much attention to, and now they just starve for it all the time. So they do shit like this. Now, look, if you really believe that, once again, I don't care what you do. I don't. If this Argentina fella or gal, look, look, goes by gal, I'll be, I'll be polite. I, I, I was respect, raised respectfully. If this lady wants to go on and pretend that she's a woman, she can, but she's not a woman. She's not a woman. And I'm not trying to be mean here. I'm not trying to be shocking. I'm not trying to titillate. I'm not trying to be, be, be crazy or, or, or wild. I'm just telling the truth. You can't be a man. Or, or you can't be a woman. And, and women, you can't be men. I'm sorry. By the way, have you noticed? You know, I, I just noticed this. It, it just went off in my head because you know how Title IX was changed to allow males to participate in female sports? And nothing was said about females transitioning into men. You know, outside of Elliot Page, we don't have a lot of stories about women transfer or transitioning into men and trying to get those men jobs and men things. You, you don't see a lot of that. That's kind of peculiar, don't you think? It's always men changing into women. Bruce Jenner did it so he could get a better fucking tea box. Let's see. Um, the uh, that's a mob boss in hiding. She's hotter than the dancer chick from yesterday. It's easy, Arnie. They're the only party that will allow me to abort my baby, and it's being as it's being delivered. Yeah, they didn't get enough participation trophies going up. That'll be the title of your country song. You can't be a woman if you have balls. I, I mean it. 
if at one time in your life you had balls, you can't be a woman. And now, now look here. You want to say you identify as that? You want to say that you're that? You go ahead. You know what? I'm going to be nice. I'm be nice here. You can go ahead and identify and say, oh, yeah, I'm a woman. But, but we all know you're not. I ain't gonna take I ain't gonna take away your 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 blue and lavender sky that you have painted up in the world for yourself. I'm not gonna take that away from you. You want to think you're that? I and I don't want violence to bestow on you. I don't I don't want violence to happen to you. I don't want you to get beat up. But I'm sorry that we live in a very judgmental society. I'm sorry that we live in probably the worst time in American history crimes through the roof and if you so you walk in the wrong neighborhood now now see here's the other thing that people don't want to understand there are people that you can be this way around and then there are people that you can't be that way around now you think you can be that way around those people but you can't and what happens is those people kick the shit out of you and that's when they go, oh, they're targeting us, it's violent. No, see, there's a lot of people that can't be around those people. Not just trans people. We all know this. We all grew up. Not all of us were sheltered. We all know that there are people that you can fuck around with. And then there are people that, well, you find out when you fuck around with. And if you're in that wrong group, well, you're going to find out. And I'm sorry you're going to find out. I have a cousin who's very liberal. We were talking yesterday, and she told me that the elementary school her two sons uh, go to opened a shop at the school selling shirts and hats. She said she was offended that the first items were rainbows. She said she doesn't like them pushing it on us, so there's hope. Even the side that's more woke thinks it's going too far. (sighs) Going too far was like three or four years ago. I mean, we we are at the 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 precipice of too far now. You know, the bend don't break philosophy. I think we've broken. I I, I mean, I, I'm kind of sad to say it, but I think we're broken. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poop. Alicia, good morning to you. I hope that you're doing well this morning. Andrew says, how long till we get a remake of Aretha in a baritone voice? You make me feel like a natural, unnatural woman. Come on. And and everybody just fucking lampooned this yesterday. This is the first lady of the United States of America, and she looks like a complete doofus just like her husband. Oh, God almighty. I would pay to see Alicia walk to the octagon with that entry music. Oh, man. All right. Now, let, let, let's stay in, in this topic real quick. I I have supported J.K. Rowling's in 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 her standing up for what women are and what women aren't, and and people have blasted her. You know they they've they've written her out of Harry Potter books. They didn't allow her at the reunion of Harry Potter. They've done all this stuff right just to fucking rub her nose in it for saying what she said. 
She didn't say these people should be in encampments. She didn't say that these people should be in gas chambers. She just said they aren't women. And she's she stood her ground. And I, I'll give this woman credit. She stood her ground. Now I think she's just poking the bear a little bit. And, and you know what? I got to say rightfully so. She came out yesterday and insisted that 14 is too young for people to decide to change gender, saying she questioned her own sexuality as an adolescence but grew up to be straight. Oh, you know this triggered so many people yesterday. There were so many aneurysms that happened when she said 14 is too young. Hey, Rise, good morning. Uh, did I miss the fuck you to Jill? Uh, here you go, one, one more time just for you since you are the one that sent me that story. Fuck you, Jill. You're a horrible fucking woman. This is why everybody hates you, Jill. This yep. kind of shit. Yep, handing out the, the International Courage Award of, or International Woman of Courage Award to a man in front of cameras. So J.K. Rowlings came out and said she believes 14 is too young to decide whether or not to transition gender as she described how she questioned her own sexuality. I don't care about her questioning her own sexuality and all this kind of stuff. I'm sure that's a publicist telling her, hey, why don't you try this? Maybe you thought you were going to like your to put your feet in the girly pond, but you didn't. Look, we've done stories about celebrities. And we know that celebrities aren't real people, but they do have real children that grow up to be real shitheads. Um, Charlize Theron, an African-American, adopted a, a baby from, like, the Sudan or something, little boy. And a little boy at four said he wanted to be a girl. So at the age of four, she started lesson, and I think she still dresses him up as a girl. At four years old. Mm-mm-mm. Boy, oh boy. Man, oh man, I wish my parents let me decide everything at four. We would probably live at Texas Stadium. If I got to decide everything, yeah, that's where we're going to live is Texas Stadium. Figure it out. Dr. Pepper and ice cream for dinner every night. Because that, that's what four-year-olds pick. Oh, four-year-olds, they don't know. Yes, that's right. They don't know any better. And you're going to allow them to change the gender of themselves? And you're going to go along with it because it looks like you've got a cause. Oh, look at you. You fit in the society now. And it seems like once you're in that society, you are untouchable. Charlize Theron could probably kill four male escorts and get away with it just because of her kid now. She doesn't think kids should be able to change their gender or given hormones until they're 18. I agree with that. Even Jill Biden thinks men make better women than a woman. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, J.K. Rowling's came out and said that yesterday. Just uh, I, I, I love it. I love it so much. Now, yesterday I played a video, and it was hard to hear the video, but I, I, I did a little digging, and I found this person. Uh, is, is this a better video of it here? Is this less music involved? Let's see. If there's less music involved, then it'll be good. 
Why is there no volume? This type of behavior. There you go. Grappled with the fact that sex negativity is what causes this type of behavior. Then we could create a world where in a sex, idyllically sex positive world, someone is able to pay conscious women to come and be drugged so that I can get my kink out, my, my fetish on having sex with unconscious people. There's a consensual way to do that. No, no, see, this, this is the thing. There, America there's... is more secure and energy independent Shut thanks up. to North Dakota's oil and natural. Okay, yeah, probably so. Um, sex therapist in Bill Cosby documentary. Wow, shocking that's in a Bill Cosby documentary. Who said men should be able to drug women and have sex with them uh, says fat phobia is racism. Fitness trainers are Nazis and diet culture is a form of assault. Ladies and gentlemen, we have found the ultimate victim. Sonali Rashatwar, who builds himself as a super fat, queer, bisexual, non-binary therapist, said date rape can be positive. <laughs> I, I don't mean to laugh. I don't mean to laugh at that. But I, I never thought that the, that phrase... Date rape can be positive. I never thought I would ever say those words. Hey, you know, date rape can be positive. How about you don't start a first date out like that? Like you, you're just now meeting, and hey, how you doing? Well, you know, date rape can be positive. The Nazis are like, stop dragging our names through the mud. Um... The claim sparked an immediate backlash, but the remarks by the therapist who specializes in sexual trauma are not the first time he courted controversy. He's called for dismantling of Western civilization and argued kids should be taught sex education through the lens of black radical feminism. Let me, uh, let me uh, share this, uh, this treat of society with you. The ultimate victim. I, I, I mean, honestly, trainers are Nazis. <laughs> uh, if you live in a state where weed is legal and you think kids can decide their gender, then why not let your six-year-old smoke weed? They're apparently mature enough to decide, right? Uh, date rape can be positive, HIV positive. Uh, so is Irish fat people's our ultimate victims, Arnie? Where, where's our billions? Of, oh, this guy's not, is, is he Irish? No, he's not Irish. This guy is, is anything but Irish. Um, I, 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 I see stuff like this and, and I just, I, I almost. Of course it's possible, but what I think is more interesting is if white clinicians left POC specializing to POC and actually specialized in undoing white supremacy. Ah. Because that's the work that POC shouldn't have to do. Okay, okay. So therapists should undo white supremacy. I mean, come on. I know, right? He can't be Irish. We make fun of everything. 
Oh, the story just goes on and on. And shocking, they find this person to be on the Bill Cosby documentary. Well, you know, this is his kink. You know what else is a kink? Uh, Having sex with underage kids. That's a kink, too. Are we going to allow that? I would love to see what this therapist had to say about that. I would imagine that therapists would say, well, under the guise of their parents, they could probably uh, be paid for their services, and then all consent is given, except that you can't pimp out your own fucking children. Oh, my God. What is this world coming to? Now, I found this story. Oh, 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 the victim story. Oh, the victim story. Oh, that's right. Had to get back to the victim story. Well, hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, It's the top of the page now. Are you ready for this? I I can't wait to hear all your collective eyes rolling. Will Smith is embarrassed and hurt by Chris Rock's Netflix special and wants him to let it go, but still hasn't watched the comedian Savage takedown of him and wife Jada. The collective media and the people that are out there, the people that be, they have just made Will Smith the victim. Will Smith now is the victim because he's embarrassed and hurt by what Chris Rock said. Chris Rock's words hurt him. Reminds me of old sticks and stones. Did Chris Rock physically assault Will Smith? No. Well, that's weird because I believe Will Smith physically assaulted Chris Rock in front of a hundred million people. But now Will Smith is embarrassed and hurt by what Chris Rock said. Well, here's, a, here's an easy scenario. You wouldn't be embarrassed and hurt at what Chris Rock said in his special if you wouldn't have slapped him. You, you see the, 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 the action? Reaction. Action, consequence. What did you think was going to happen, Will? And for people that are going along with this, and there are a lot of people out there. Look, I'll tell you this right now. The special's not that great as far as Chris Rock goes. It's not one of his best specials. But the Will Smith stuff at the end, you could tell he was selling the shit out of that. I applaud him for it. That was the best part of the special. That's why everybody watched the special. And, Will, you fucked up. But now you're the victim. Oh, I I am so embarrassed to be living in this time and age in America. There's a story uh, a day or two ago about the, uh, I guess they they filed charges, and I guess they've sentenced her now. She's got to do like four months in jail. Little girl at the University of Kentucky who came back to her dorm, and she was really, really drunk. And that's where she got into it with uh, 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 an RA, resident assistant there at the college. 
and the RA wasn't letting her in, and, like, the girl grabbed her. So once she put her hands on her, you can say that's assault. Now, now, we can deem it assault, but she was charged with assault for that. But the video I saw said that she was first charged with verbal assault. What's verbal assault? There's no such thing as verbal assault. I'm here to tell you. Like it or not, hate speech, bad words, um, racist epitaphs. They're not illegal to say. Okay? Now, now the University of Kentucky has kicked this girl out of school. They have, uh, they have 86ed her for the campus. She can never walk on the campus again because she assaulted an, uh, an RA. And, and I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm fine with all that. What I have a problem with is people are jumping behind this verbal assault case. There's no such thing as verbal assault. If there was, I would be I would be in Pelican Bay right now. Once again, Chris Rock is just doing his fucking job, and Will Smith thinks he is that one person that should be sympathized with. Yep, absolutely. Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. Uh, Alicia says, I hate what Will Smith has turned into. Yeah, he is he is a shell of a man. And that's all that that's about the best thing I can say about him. These people would have an aneurysm and die if they heard smack my bitch up today by prodigy. <laughs> oh shit. But I, I find it I, I find it amazing that, that we have turned Will Smith the, the aggressor. And there are a lot of people who said, oh, look at him. He's the man. He's a man. Ah. They, they hated him for what he did. And now we're like, oh, he was just standing up for his wife. Standing up for his wife. The guy, look, look, you're a public figure, and your wife has a, a buzz cut. Now, I'm sorry that she has that terrible dreaded disease that women get and they lose their hair. Um, but she said that she was fine with it. This would be like me. Like, if I was sitting there and somebody started to roast me because I was fat, and Braddy Kid went up and, and, and punched the person. I No, you, you can't. I, I've accepted the fact that I'm fat. Braddy Kid would be the first one making fun of me. She'd be laughing the hardest. And Jada came out and said that she accepted her uh, alopecia or whatever it is. You know, I, I hey, I feel bad for her. But she's a rich woman in Hollywood that can afford to buy really, really nice wigs. If the baldness was such a big deal for Jada, then why do so many black women shave their heads nowadays? Why doesn't Jada get hair plugs or laser re- <laughs> restoration or acupuncture? Will had mental issues. He isn't himself, but the rumors are he's actually gay and hasn't come out yet. I've I've heard the gay rumor for a long time on Will Smith. I I don't necessarily buy that whatsoever. I just I think he's a guy who's lost. At one time he was the toast of the town. And this can fuck with you. At one time Will Smith was the man when it came to the box office. Every July, you knew Will Smith was going to come and give you a fucking good movie. And then Wild Wild West came out. 
And then he decided to start making serious movies, and we all kind of saw that Will Smith's a, a good actor, not really a, a great actor. Now, he won the Academy Award for playing uh, Serena and Venus Williams' daddy, and I think he did a great job at that. I think that was one of the best acting roles he's ever done. But he's still not that great actor. I, I, I mean, look, Robert Downey Jr. has been nominated for an Academy Award, too. We had an email come through uh, a list served today where another college said there's a student on Zoom class who uses pronouns on their screen name, and I can't go on participating in the class because someone else is using far-right buzzwords on their name like thought crime, doublethink, and pronoun envy. I heard Elton John was gay. I've heard that too. (laughs) But come on. Come on. Use your brain. Now, when I say use your brain, that means everybody. Now, now look here. We had a terrible story happen the other day where um, two Americans were killed. Another American was taken hostage. Another American was taken hostage and shot in the leg when they went down to Mexico. And they went down there in Matamoros, and from what everything I understand, they were... They were thought to be Haitian drug smugglers, and that's why the shootout happened. And it was a terrible story. Now, we're not going to talk about the military thinking that they're going to go after the cartels. We're not going to talk about that. No, 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 no. We're going to talk about the important part of this story, is that one of the people was in the car was going to Mexico to have a tummy tuck. Now, we all know I watch the show Botched. We all know my favorite one was the tummy tuck in Mexico. But I have found a list of some of the prices for cosmetic surgery in Mexico. Um, The first one is said tummy tuck. Now, this is where they they cut out part of your gut, and they, they bring it together, and they move it up. Seems like a really, really pain. Look, look, all these surgeries are going to be painful because they're cutting on you. In America, the average cost of a tummy tuck is $8,800. Now, you go down to Mexico, not only do you get to go to Mexico for fun, but you're going to save almost six, more than $6,000. Because in Mexico, a tummy tuck surgery is $2,500. Now, now I understand. I, I get it. You, you need to have this surgery done. Let's get it done in Mexico. I mean, it's the same thing, right? How about this one? A facelift. Now, uh, now in, in America, facelift usually goes for about eleven grand. Now, my mom had one of these. My stepmom, Jeannie, she went down to the, she had an American doctor, and they did all the surgery down in the uh, Cayman Islands. Now, I'll never forget when she came back, her face was puffy and everything. I never could tell if she had got a facelift. I really couldn't. I never said it. I, I, I just said, oh, she looks great, because my dad pulled me aside and says, you only say she looks great. I said, okay. 
Now they they like cut skin behind your ear and they stretch your face back, kind of kind of straighten out all the lines. In America, eleven thousand dollars. In Mexico, five thousand dollars. Now I don't know if that comes with botulism or not. Let's keep this wheel of plastic surgery rolling, shall you? Uh, it means you can get three more corrective tummy tuck surgeries for the price of one American. Call a Hollywood plastic surgeon and see if they do price match. I heard that was a cover story and it was a drug deal gone bad. Uh, I don't know. I, you know what? I don't care. I love the tummy tuck surgery part of it. Uh, all right, the breast implants, because it opens up people's eyes that people are actually doing this in Mexico. That's why I'm doing the story. I don't care about the drugs. I don't care about the kidnapping. I don't care about the cartel. All I care about are idiots who are spending money in Mexico to get plastic surgery done. Breast implants. Now, you're not going to save a lot here. This one you might as well stay at home for. In the U.S., it's $6,400. In Mexico, $4,500. Nose job, America, $5,500. Mexico, a couple grand you're going to save, $3,600. Now, two of the biggest, most popular surgeries that are done. The, the first one is, I think, the most dangerous one. is the Brazilian butt lift. Now, I don't know about you. See, Brazil is the second uh, highest per capita uh, plastic surgery place. It might be the number one place now. They might have overtaken America. And they actually have what are called reputable doctors in Brazil. But they have bad doctors just like we have in America, but not as bad as, like, I don't know, Mexico. So the Brazilian butt lift in America costs $6,000. Now, if I'm going to get a Brazilian butt lift, I might as well go to Brazil to get it done since they call it the here butt lift. But in Mexico, it's only $4,500. Now, the last one is going to shock you. And I don't know if they're using zip ties or, you know, the chip clips. That's what they use here. South America has some German-speaking doctors who will do special surgery. In Brazil, it's just called a butt lift. <laughs> Gastric bypass. Now, this is the one where, where, where like, where, uh, John Daly had gastric bypass. Sharon Osbourne. I believe Al Roker did it. Now he's fat again. This is where they, they, they cut your stomach in half, and then they you're only allowed so many calories. In America, it costs $30,000. Now, in Mexico, this is why I, I bet they're using either chip clips or zip ties, depending on how fancy the doctor is. The gastric bypass is $13,000. Now, I got to say, there's probably a lot missing in that $16,000 there. Probably like anesthesia products that are safe to go in human beings. <laughs> They're not using WD-40 and boob implants. 
Um, and they call this medical tourism. <laughs> oh, God almighty. Look, I, I, I don't, I, if people want to get plastic surgery, that, that's great. Good for them. More power to it. I, I, I don't understand it. I, I, I understand it like if you've been in a, a horrible accident or, you know, a chihuahua attacked you or something and, like, ripped part of your cheek off. I get it when it's needed. But if you're just a, a, a somebody who's in, and, and men do this a lot now, too. They get poison jammed into their eyebrows. You know, they get nipped and they get tucked and things like that. Here's the thing. We all know. All your friends know. Like, if you're a girl and, and a lady and you're like 30, and all of a sudden you, you go missing for a couple weeks and we don't see you, and you're a normal-sized girl, everybody likes you already, and then the next time we see you is a few weeks later, and, and you've got some now, like, you know, 42 quadruple Ds, we all know you got something done to you. You ain't trying to hide. I mean, what are you trying to hide? Why are you trying to hide it? Do you have surgery? No, I didn't have surgery. Yes, you did. What did 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 you get the Reebok formula and just pump up your boobs? I just I, I look at like I said, but if that's what makes you happy, hey, go do it. Go do it. I, I hey, more power to you. Um, now, speaking of the border, uh, U.S. border agents are now being uh, transferred to the Canadian border after an increase in Im- immigrants trying to cross Vermont, New Hampshire, and New York. Crossings are up over 850% in the northern border. Wow, who would have thought that? Now they're going to go the long way. There was nothing sexier back in the day at a strip club than seeing a giant zipper mark under a pair of strangely shaped titties. Oh, absolutely. All those underarm scars. Oh, fantastic stuff. While the apprehension numbers were small compared to other areas, um, uh, the Swanton sector apprehensions constitute a large change in this area. Deployment team will serve as a force multiplier in the region to try to deter it. We'll see what happens. But, yes, they're coming up now through the northern border. Now, I don't know how they got there. Maybe they flew. Maybe they flew from Mexico to uh, now they got coyotes up in Canada. Are coyotes in Canada just called wolves then? Just wondering. Let's see. Okay, I got this one, and then we got to pick on the Bidens one more time, and then we got to get to Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. California's $128 billion high-speed train that hits speeds of up to 200 miles an hour could soon take you from L.A. to Vegas in two hours. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, what happened? What happened? I, I thought the railway was originally from... San Francisco to L.A., and then they moved it from Fresno to L.A., and now it's L.A. to Vegas? 
California is set to spend $218 billion on a new high-speed train that'll take passengers from L.A. to Vegas in two hours. Now, I know other countries do this, and they have it figured out with the trains. Now, pardon me. This is just for a little comic relief. Um, you see, here in America, we have a problem right now with the train tracks. Uh, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but um, regular old trains that move about, what, 20 miles an hour, 25 miles an hour, they're going off the rails. There's about 1,000 derailments a day, and we've seen some big ones. I don't know if anybody noticed that one in Ohio that happened. The federal government didn't notice it. That one in uh, eastern Palestine, Ohio, all, all the chemicals and stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. And now we want to put a train that goes 10 times the speed of regular trains from California to Nevada. Now, granted, if there's a derailment and they have terrible, like, things on there, but see, there, there won't be terrible things on there because these are going to be people. Uh, Zach says, morning, Arnie. Um... I can imagine the health issue you would have if your parents let you make all the choices. Amen to that. Arnie, this money laundry train is never going to break ground. Well, I know it's broken ground. I know there are parts of it that are built like that are in in the the Central Valley area, but there's no tracks, and there sure as shit ain't no trains. I mean, a... a, a, Okay, so it's a two-hour train ride, or it's possibly a 45-minute a, a flight. <laughs> What's the difference between Norfolk Southern and your mom? The train on your mom never derails. i got to take a picture of that one. That one's pretty damn good. What happened to the bullet train we were supposed to get from SoCal to NorCal? It wasn't SoCal to NorCal. It was San Francisco to L.A. That was the train. That was the high-speed train, and it was going to take you there in like three hours or two hours. And then they moved it. They said, no, we're not going to do it from San Francisco. We're going to move it. uh, Let's go past San Jose. We'll go to Fresno. We'll go Fresno to L.A. I mean, I don't know what happened to, like, like the bullet train that would go from, I don't know, the tip to tip. I mean, Sacramento is still in California, and so is San Diego. But now they're saying, no, let's go, let, let's send it to Vegas. <laughs> okay. Dummies. Oh, I can't wait to see how much the Pelosi's and the Feinsteins make off this, because they have made a pretty penny off this railway system to begin with. All right. Now, this last story, it it seems that people are now just picking on the Bidens. And I'm okay with that. But this is one. We need to have a conversation here. All right. So the other night, and debate started to find out if this is acceptable or not. The president and that skank of a wife he has, Jill, went to a restaurant called the Red Hen. Now, I'm sure the Red Hen knew that this was going to be happening weeks in advance, and they've been sweeped security-wise. And I mean, it is the leader of the free world. 
and a man who likes to fall down going upstairs. So they show up at the restaurant, and they both ordered the exact same rigatoni dish. That, that's the controversy. So his dad says, morning, Arnie and y'all. That train keeps moving because you can't take a 200-mile train up and over mountains. Even though it's never going to be built, Californians are still not stupid enough to pay for a train to go over or through mountains. Very true. The Biden's matching order provoked strong reactions from people on social media. Yes, people who absolutely have nothing better to do. With one person tweeting, I have honestly never heard of a couple, married or otherwise, who order the exact same meal at a restaurant. Etiquette experts note that while it's perfectly fine to order the same meal as a date when eating out, there are certain meals that people should uh, reconsider ordering to avoid uh, potential awkwardness. Beans. Now, Now, first of all, first of all, to get mad at the president because he and his wife got the same deal. He got the kitty version. You know, Joe sat down at that restaurant and got the crayon and started drawing on that table immediately. Jill's like, put that damn thing down. God damn it. Joe's like, bread, bread, I want more bread. And you know, and, and you know what? I, I'm just going to creep you all out right now. I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I guarantee. Joe calls Jill mommy. Oh, yeah, he does. Do any of these jackoffs ever eat dinner around the table as a fucking family? You eat the same thing. I have no problem with that. Look, look, I want to pick on Joe as much as the next guy because, I mean, Joe Biden is a moron. I mean... He says stuff like this. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. <laughs> this woman helped you. me get an awful lot done. Anyway. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you think Joe was pissed when the butter, the bread came to the table and the butter was cold? He probably was. Look, there are plenty of reasons to pick on Joe Biden. Let's see. He mumbles. He stutters. He's old. He gets lost. He falls upstairs. You know that when the cameras aren't around, he uses racist terms. You just know it. Let the man enjoy his rigatoni. Just because mommy got the same thing. You think she did the airplane with him? All right, Joey. Airplane's coming in. There it goes. The I'll have the same day, I guess. This is stupid, even though I hate that idiot. I, it is. I mean, this goes against Damone's five rules of dating. I think this is step three. You always order for your date. The lady will have the linguine and clams, and I'll have the same. We'll both have a Coke. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with ordering the same thing? He raises racist dogs, too. We do know that that's true. That is very, very true. But you're going to make fun of the president because he likes rigatoni? 
No, the etiquette expert says don't gnaw on a bone at, at dinner on a date. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good one there. I mean, unless it's, you know, Wagyu, then of course I'm going to be I'm gonna be gnawing that thing down. Look like Bubba ate it. All right, the phone number is 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up here on Mixler as well. Ladies and gentlemen, up next, the one, the only, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom prison and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps a rolling on down to San Antonio. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, 
Always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and There's rich folks eating from a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep a moving And that's what tortures me Now 
my soon to be the one I left behind and Lord it's killing me to see her crying she knows I'm lying here beside her with Linda Show's got more ass on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. Ah, uh, Ken Dog says, did you hear the story about the withdrawal in Afghanistan? Marine testified that a sniper had the suicide bomber in his sights and was denied access to eliminate him. Five minutes later, boom, 13 brave soldiers dead. We are going to lose a major war because our military leaders are fucking retarded. So sad. Yes. I had the story, uh, I believe he lost his arm as well. And uh, he delivered that speech yesterday in front of uh, a, a bunch of people in Washington talking about how he had a shot and his uh, his leader said, no, don't take the shot. It's an awful story. It's fucking terrible. And sadly, it's par for the course with this, with our, with our presidency right now. I mean, come on, this is the same guy. And remember, I was questioned about it when I put up the picture on President's Day when Joe Biden was in Ukraine paying homage to the fallen soldiers of the Ukrainians. And it was put up against a picture when they were bringing the the dead bodies of those 13 Marines from Afghanistan home, and he was checking his watch. I was the one saying, oh, you're being nitpicky. I'm being nitpicky over that. Okay, well, maybe you want to ask those 13 families who's being nitpicky. Um, It's a terrible story, and uh, it sucks. I mean, I I report all this stuff all the time. Nobody's going to do anything about it. Let's call Joe Murphy. Let's lighten things up now, shall we? Because we got a lot to get to with Murph. Good morning. Uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, I presume. Hold on, let me get my speaker on there. How's it going, buddy? Uh, it's going well, my friend. How are you? Oh, uh, well, it's been kind of an active morning. You've had an active yeah. morning? Well, you know, I changed the locks yesterday, and Tiger's girlfriend's been outside oh, banging on the oh, door. Oh, man. You, 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 know, you know we were going to start with that, huh? <laughs> I didn't. I, I know I, you know, I... I I, I had some of the stuff you sent me, but uh, I was watching that. It's kind of what you could call late breaking, I guess, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I thought that was – we're big Tiger fans, so I guess maybe I was leaning that way. Uh, um, uh, Erica Herman, paging Miss Herman, Miss Erica Herman, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's filed lawsuit against Tiger Woods saying that, that she tri- he, he tricked her to leave the house and then he locked the doors. And change the locks. Yeah, and change the locks. And by the way, yeah. she's got another lawsuit um, saying that she signed an NDA, and uh, the, she says that there's a lot that makes this NDA illegal, including maybe some sexual um, assaults in there. Maybe I don't know. I'm not. I, I'm just saying. What the fuck? Yeah. 
Yeah, and she's uh, there. Her a Tiger's law, lawyer is uh, claiming she was not a tenant. Um, but uh, you know, imagine if me or you, if you or I said, uh, you know, to, to our significant other, "Hey, we're going to take a short vacation to the Bahamas. I'll drop you off, and then I'll be back later to get on." You know, no, that, that, that yeah, right. You know, uh -huh. but that's you know, only Tiger could do stuff like that. Where oh, that'd be like, oh, okay, I guess I have the weekend free. I guess I can do the Bahamas. You know to uh, send her off on a fake vacation. That's just crazy. But, uh, you know, they'll just, they'll just go back home and they were hanging there. Yeah, and, but, and, like, and you know, we'd have to take her, we'd have to, you know, take her down to McDonald's and leave her there or something. But anyway. Well, the, the, here's the, the weird part for me is this, is that Tiger shares custody of his kids, right? And she's been living there with him. I, I mean, yeah. like, pretty much all the time, right? She, she helped rehab him. She helped get him better. And... Where are the kids in this? I, I, I mean, Tiger's just like, uh, okay, look, that lady ain't coming back no more, and we're changing the locks. Yeah, but how, yeah, how, oh, yeah, no, I, I'm sure the children have developed kind of a bond, a relationship with her. And yeah. then all of a sudden, she just kicked to the curb. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I like, mean, it's like, hey, uh, yeah. yeah, she's not going to be here anymore, we're, and we're changing the locks. I need all your keys, kids. I know, and hey, where's Erica? We're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the park today, you know. Um, <laughs> she, wait, you gotta call in like somebody from the Sopranos. Look, she disappeared. Okay, the problem is over, you know. Like, uh, you know, so just that's kind of weird, you know. Cause, but we don't know if that's uh, maybe maybe it was a brutal uh, kickout. Maybe it's been going on for some time, and she's just been scrapping, and you know who knows. You know, I think what, you know, what goes on there, you know, yeah, I think the NDA's case has been going on for a few months because yeah. they, he made her sign an NDA and non-disclosure agreement. Um, I, I, I don't understand why you would do that in a really, I mean, look, 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 Tiger put a naked picture of himself, sent it to Lindsey Vaughn when he was dating Lindsey Vaughn. We've all seen his junk. I mean, what are you going to tell us about Tiger? We we pretty much said we forgive Tiger for pretty much everything he does, right? Well, we do. America forgives America forgives people a lot. We're very forgiving at times, you know. Like, uh, well, except for OJ. Everybody right, else, yeah. you know, we 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 give a shot to you, know, Robert Downey Juniors sure. and everything. You know, we give him a second or two. Yeah. But but like I, I mean, you know, the 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 first incident with Tiger, he gets a nine iron wrapped around his car, and he crashes his car on Thanksgiving night because his wife finds out he's been nailing like 13 porn stars. Well, usually when you swing that nine iron, you yell four. Yeah. She's yelling 13. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You know, uh, you know, he's had so much problems, Joe. You're not married. I mean, today, the sanctity of marriage is not it's not as important to people as it used to be. Yeah, you know, and, and it used to be, uh, this is a lifelong, you know, Ireland just uh, outlawed or just legalized, uh, I think, divorce, or it was abortion maybe, but, uh, you know, recently. Uh, but uh, so, you know, so when you're married, it's just a contract, uh, which locks you into whatever financially, but he's just been through so much, you know, when you meet a girl, when she's the man, when she's the general manager of your restaurant, right. Uh, 
you know, and then you start seeing her. Well, you know, I guarantee I know how they started seeing each other. He didn't he didn't shyly walk up to her and say, hey, would you like to get a cup of coffee sometime? <laughs> I guarantee the night they were dying, they met, they were wow, 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 you know. He walks, yeah. in, he walks into his restaurant where she's a GM, and he, like, sits down and goes, why don't you come over here and sit on my lap? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that I mean, night, it's like that night, that he, she thinks she's at uh, uh, Tony Stark. What's his name? Yeah, Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. House. You know, she's at that mansion, you know, and it's going down. So he's, but he's got to take, that's the thing. What's, is there any love left in the world? I mean, yeah. that's the thing. It's got to be a contract. But yeah. I, I don't blame him. I, you know, but. I mean, no one's going to make me, no one's going to sign a contract I give them. So I got to ask you now. So uh, he lives in Florida. There's another eligible bachelor in Florida. What happens if Tiger Woods and Tom Brady decide to go out on the town? Is there any ass safe in, a, in the world? Tiger. <laughs> you know what? And you don't even they don't even have to uh, start searching for the, the uh, uh, you know for the, the, the Brangelinas or anything like that. Okay, it's uh, Tiger Tom. <laughs> you oh. know that <laughs> that's oh, gonna be man. their couple name. You know when they're out on the town in the South Beach. Oh, there there would not be enough ass left for anyone in that town. I'll take seconds. <laughs> Shit, you're going to be on 15th with those two, probably. Oh, damn. Oh, you saying the free zero? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, come on. They, oh. they know all the drug manufacturers. Warburg okay, says, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I, I, yeah, I remember uh, I hung my chow on Tom's. <laughs> <laughs> Warbird says, you're telling me Tiger's single? Time for him to win the Masters. Boy, this could be a good Tiger. I mean, we get him single. We get him hooked back on Vicodin. We're good to go, baby. We might, you know what? Fire up Eye of the Tiger. Let's do this. Let's do this. We're free of the, of the, of the, uh, what is it? The, uh, what is that female hormone? The, the, the estrogen. Yeah. Yes. We're free of the estrogen. It's all, it's all, um, I get the tip of my tongue again. Adrenaline. No, um, testosterone. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're on it. We're, 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 he's like, he's like, I can, I'll bet you right now, Tiger's chasing a chicken. In his backyard. <laughs> You're going to eat lightning and crap thunder. Why do I wait for Now, we, we got to switch fields here. Um, have you been watching any um, um, uh, spring training games at all? I, I, I tried to watch a couple, but it's spring training. The numbers yeah, are too it's high. Practice. It's, it's practice. I mean, if you, you know, if you, if you went to high school with the kids, because you know, everybody... You know, of course, shows up to Yuma or or the Grapefruit League. They show up at everybody that's in the minor league shows up, and that's the thing. So if you got your buddy with the high school with her and he's and he's working out or he's with that, that'd be that'd be cool to watch. But otherwise, it's practice. Yeah, uh, but they've already found a flaw in the uh, or a loophole, if you will, in the shift rule. It's something you and I talked about on this show. So that's why we're 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 we're. we're Frontiersman, we're yeah. go ahead. We're trailblazers. Trailblazers. Yep. You know, I'm really, I think my left side of my brain is doing too much <laughs> of thinking, and my right side of my brain is not thinking enough. Okay, go ahead. That's why I'm here, Joe. Um, so the rule is you have to have two players on each side of second base. Right. Meaning you can't have infielders shift over. 
Yeah, and they got to be on the dirt by the time they they throw a pitch. They got to be on the dirt. Now, nothing says, nothing says that an outfielder can come in and stand between second base and first base or shortstop and third base, and teams are doing that in in, in spring training, and it's the same shit. That's number one. I'm glad that they're challenging that crap. Mm-hmm. That the players are going, oh, okay, but what about this? You know, and number two, you know, I just don't get it that, you know, where, where's where's your zone on a basketball court? To, ooh, you know, except staying out of the key, you know. I mean, you know what? If you're that, if you want to put, we well, got to have a pitcher and a catcher, and if you want to put the rest of them out in right field, go for it. I mean, if you want, of course, no one would do that. No. It, it works like a free market enterprise, free market. That will dictate where we go or what we do, you know, and, and this is the best place to put people against this guy or this guy. I say you have at it. Why? That's just then start, then draw, but take a chalk, the chalker and chalk uh, spaces out there. This is where only this guy has to be. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. the, the thing is that they're not realizing the importance uh, or what they're missing out on this rule. This rule is it actually favors the batter if you think about it because all you have to do is learn how to hit the ball to the opposite field. That's all you have to do. Yeah, I, I, it's got, you know what? It's like a train. Yeah, it's going to help them get better, going to be a better bat, uh, hitter. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is that is that why would you want to settle for hitting 250 and pulling the ball all the time? When you could hit 300 and occasionally slap a ball out the right field and get a hit and move a runner over, I, 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 right, I just I, right. I don't well, there's you know how they charge these guys and there's guys are, this guy's a definite you know they they got divided into like nine or you know like or nine or, or twelve you know little squares or where this guy hit probably nine uh, little you know his average up here up and in his average low and, and in uh, up and away you know something like that and the guy's hitting like four or and then they charge of course where you know. He, this guy's a spray hitter. He's all over the place, like a Tony Gwynn. He, yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. But if this guy's just constantly, uh, he's constantly going to the left side of the field, then let, you know what? Let him put all six guys over. Let him put six guys over there uh, on yeah. the left side of the field. Guess what? This kid better learn how to, uh, how to uh, spray a little dart after right field. Yeah, that's all it takes. And and then you'll get rid of the shift. But, hey, players are, players are going to be players, and they're not going to adjust. And they're going to bitch and moan about it because they're millionaires and they bitch with billionaires. And it makes us all sick. Now, um, the city of Las Vegas is insisting that that is the town for the Oakland A's. Okay. First, I want to let people know about Oakland. For those of you out there. Uh, they don't know, you know, you think of gangs, you know, Crips, yes. Bloods, uh, Serenios, Lortanios, what the this or that. No, uh, up in Oakland, it's your neighborhood. <laughs> you better not be. This is our neighborhood. Yeah. I, it's, you know, it's all about family. It's all about the neighborhood. It's really, it, it was really uh, cool. But uh, they're out of there. I think, I mean, Vegas can get what they want now. Because, you know, I tell people, okay, first off, there's like five conference tournaments going on in Vegas. I mean, there's five arenas down there that are going to host a conference tournament. Mm-hmm. There's like some, like at least four, uh, Pac-12, but Mountain West, a couple others. Uh, so, and, and then, like I said, when people go to 
Uh, we're going to go watch our team, honey. This year, got the kids. We're going to travel. Go see where we play. We're, we're going to go to Baltimore. No, we're going to Vegas, baby. You know, so you not only get to go see your team play, you get to go to Vegas. So yeah, it's like uh, it's you know that's going to happen, Arnie. Come on. But but, but is Vegas the best landing spot for a baseball team? I mean, they're going to have to build another dome. Because there's no way. I know that the the AAA team has played there since 1983. Um, the Knights, now the yeah. the uh, hockey teams. Then. Yeah, um, but is Vegas really a good spot for Major League Baseball? You know, I mean, games. it's just now it's got football, hockey. I mean, what is it? It's it's a little north of Phoenix. I mean. You know, I, I know what you're saying. I know, I know, I'm, I know you're not talking about the weather, the geography. I'm, I, I know what you're saying. Um, but a little it, weather, a little bit of weather there because you have to build a dome. You can't play in open air there. 118 degrees. Right, right. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, exactly. They'd probably build a stadium for them. I mean, that's a huge thing. The guy says, we'll build your stadium. Oh, okay, we'll be there tomorrow. You know. Um, but so, but I'm saying, no, I'm saying that you, you're talking about, what I mean is you're not talking about the heat or this or that. We're, you're talking about it's Vegas. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, I mean like a hundred, you're going to have 81 nights there, you know, uh, sure for the first season or so, it, it'll be a, a valuable ticket. But after that, after, and, and the same thing is going to happen to the Raiders. They only have eight games though, only eight weeks to fill it up. And that one's going to stay popular because it's the NFL. And hockey is hockey. It's played in a smaller arena. They can get away with it. There's no NBA team there yet. Again, a lot of nights to to pencil in, and all the entertainment that you're going up against. Yeah. Well, I know, but so let's do this then. How, what, so the the, the uh, Raiders have played two years in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Well, what, what's their average attendance? I wonder. And I'm just curious Let's because see. You know that what? might I, be a I, good, can, I can look that up. You know, Let's see. Uh, you'll probably get, like you know that. See what they're averaging. You know, if they've got staying power. You know what I mean? Uh, average attendance for a Las Vegas Raiders game: um, sixty-two thousand forty-five. Okay, that's two years now. I know uh, they're no Green Bay Packers. But, you know, they're doing good for two years. They got a little staying power, oh, you know what I mean? Well, let's tell the truth, Joe. Come on now. We know that casinos have all of the luxury boxes bought and paid for, that casinos have a ton of tickets. And this is one of the smaller new stadiums. I think it only holds 65000 Yeah, Yeah, it, it's supposed to be really awesome. But, yeah, it's not the biggest thing in the world. And... They get 62,000 people there. Yes, it's Vegas. Uh, and it's and, and like I said, the NFL, you only have eight Sundays to, to deal with. That's easy. 41 and 81, that's a lot more. You know, you know, like the NHL and the NFL, you know, they hire these, you market, you got research agencies, this and that, and go in and check out the, all the demographic info and income and, 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 and uh, sporting events. Because the locals aren't, the locals got to be the ones that keep coming, obviously. Yeah. But the NHL, the NFL, they, they, they have thought it's a good place to go. But like maybe this would be too much. But I, but like I said, those two pro organizations have d- deemed it. Uh, th- this this is the place to go to. Yeah, and, and look, I get it. I, I totally understand it. It is Vegas. It is 
uh, glitzy, glamoury, the lights, everything, vacation-worthy. I, I understand it. I just don't think it's a great market. I, I honestly think if the A's want to continue their franchise and to be reckon, uh, to reckoned with, I think someplace like North Carolina, Charlotte, would be a much better market for the A's to go to. Well, yeah. Well, the people, they, they do show up for their sports uh, um, out there, you know, east of east of Colorado. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, I don't, I don't let Bill, uh, Bill McCartney in there. Um, because everybody shows up. Nebraska's going to try to break the uh, volleyball, NCAA volleyball attendance record. They're going to have a volleyball game in uh, Memorial Stadium. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, outside, outdoor in Memorial Stadium. So uh, they love their sports. And, and I, I, you know, I Vegas is just, you know, it, remember when it was, it was like a big Reno. And now it's it's like, it's it. they used to say the entertainment capital of the world was L.A. Now people say Vegas. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, know. Vegas is, is with, with everything that Vegas has with Hendersonville and all that kind of stuff and, you're not that far from Skeet. Some great golf courses up there. It is a destination. It is completely. It, it's the number one destination I would imagine in America, next to to Roy Wally World. But you know, and, and when you're a fan of the Boston Bruins, and and hey, we got we got. What do you guys want to go do this year for the vacation? You know, yeah. let's go see the Bruins play. We're going to Vegas, baby. You know, yeah. I mean, it brings in a lot of people, you know what I, I mean? The it. tourists and that. So I, it'll be interesting to see, because like you said, it's been two years. They're averaging the 62. Uh, I don't see the football team falling off in Vegas. No. I think because no. the NFL got to Vegas, people down there were like, I'll bet you people move there. There are a few Raider fans about the cost of living and be next to the Raiders. But, uh, you know, I don't think that football team's going anywhere, and I, I, the hockey no. team seems pretty sound. So it, it it might be a risk. It might be you know saturated, or you know as they say, or take away some of the fans. But uh, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Um, but I think the football team is, is there to stay. I just oh, think agreed. that the town's embraced the Raiders. Agreed. Uh, totally agreed with the Raiders. The uh, the Golden Knights look. They they got a, a kiss by getting to play in the Stanley Cup Finals their first year in existence. That didn't that didn't hurt them at all for for. Uh, and, and didn't they win it? They didn't win it. Once? I don't think they won it. No, I I don't think they won the Stanley Cup their first year. But I, oh. I'm, I'm not sure. Or not their first year, but they won it once. I thought no, maybe not. Wow. Well, um, now well. switching gears uh, to basketball. Did you see what LeBron James has said? <sighs> Listen, the only brawny I know, I wiped up my floor with it. The quicker picker upper. Yeah. Okay. Brawny. Yeah. So, uh, brawny James. You know, I mean, I'll, you know what? I'll guarantee you, I I could, uh, if I would have, you know, little Joey. Let's say I had little Joey, and I had to shape him and groom him into uh, an NBA player. Whatever, um, he'd probably kick his ass. Bronny would probably kick his ass. There's no doubt about it. the guy's good. I yeah. guarantee he's probably pretty good. But these are NBA. Have you ever like watched the college, even through the NBA, that, and you see like the Durants out there? Mm-hmm. It's like there are trees out there walking around, uh, and, and and they're just they're they're just they're all like they're all being like Magic Johnson anymore. They can do everything. Yeah, and it's just crazy. So I don't know if he, obviously. He couldn't step onto the court tonight and play against, you know, say the Celtics or something. But I know he's good. 
Yeah. But I need Le- Le- LeBron. The the story is LeBron James has come out and said that his son Bronny, who's in high school still, is better than a lot of NBA current players. Now, yeah. one of my favorite sure. things, uh, there's this white guy who played for uh, Cleveland, and I think he played for the Celtics because those are the only teams white guys can play for. Um, <laughs> well, and, and, until the civil rights movement. Yeah. yeah. So um, he he challenges like YouTubers and TikTokers to basketball games to let them know that even though he's so far away from being the best player in the NBA, being LeBron James or Steph Curry right now, yet he is still so much better than everybody else because he's in the NBA. And he schools people because this is like going and saying that your local golf pro at, at, at uh, let's say, Wolf Run there in Reno, yeah, tees it up against, I don't know, Jordan Speed. Jordan Speed yeah. is going to kick his ass. And that's not saying that the golf pro is a bad golfer. It's just a different league. Yeah, it's a different league, right. And you've never, you've never faced that kind of competition you you might you might not take very long might not be long at all before you're right up to speed yeah you know you might be a quick learner and you've got you obviously got the skills athletically but but it's going to be rough going you know there's only a few of them of course there's the legends that that just walk in and, and own the motherfucker uh, you sure. know, Magic Bird, Michael, Kobe, you know, they just walk in, rookie year, I don't give a fuck who you are, yeah. you know, and they just, but, but that's a very rare breed, you know, and he's got to be, you know, he's, he's going to be a G League bouncer for, I, I think, for a minute, but I haven't seen him play a oh. lot, so oh, I'm, I'm sure he's I'm, good, but yeah, that's just, you, you shouldn't say crap like that, it's yeah. kind of like, demeaning you know all the other players you know oh, it's totally demeaning them and and i i don't believe look Bronny james is going to get drafted in the first round he uh, uh, i think his ta- I, I don't know what his talent is because i don't watch high school basketball because if i did i'd be driving a white van that said free candy on it um well but, sheldon cooper did that but anyway yeah. um but the fact of the matter is he's going to go to the nba how long he stays there we'll see I don't know if he has G League talent or if he has league talent. We'll see. But I guarantee you he gets drafted in the NBA. Guaranteed. Oh, well, no, I just saw, and I'm not even kidding. That's crazy. I just saw yesterday or the day before, just been elevated to the number one recruit. Okay. So, yeah, so number one he's recruit. gonna. I think now. What if? What if? But they can't come out of high school. He's got to go to college for sure. He's got to go one year to college. I don't know. I, I I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to go straight to the league. I don't. I don't think you can. They they doubt they ban that. You have to at least play one year in college or be like one year older or something. Like you don't necessarily have to go to college, but it's something like that. Remember, there's no more high school draftees. I think Kobe was the last one. No, Kobe wasn't the last one. Darius Miles was drafted after Kobe. There were a bunch. I know they changed the rules. But oh, I they, oh, there I was a bunch after that, draft. right? But. Now, you uh, might be right. I, you, you I, be right. I, quit, I quit checking the draft like that. I thought like Kobe was the last because I thought they changed the rule that you've got you to go to at least one year of school or at some age requirement in case you didn't go to school. Well, and that, when, I, remember, I remember that one year of school thing. The one year of school was such a farce to begin with because all it was doing was having Kentucky win the national championship, you know, one year, and then somebody else won it another year, and then Kentucky yeah, won it the next yeah. year because they get all these talented freshmen. 
They play, they win, they go to the NBA. It was dumb. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just like, remember the good old days when we watched a kid like Bobby Hurley go four years? Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, and these other guys, you'd watch them, you know, the guys you knew it started as freshmen, and, and then you watch them play for four years, and you'd watch the coach build a team mm-hmm. into a powerhouse and stuff, fly, slam, a jamma, stuff sure. like that. Now, no, what up? What up? I got all the bills, y'all. You know, it's like, we're out, you know. You just got to try to, you, it's it's like you're a George Steinbrenner every year. You got to you gotta buy a team to win that year, and then you got to do it all over again next year. It's crazy. It is seriously crazy. So we'll see where Bronny goes. I I, I think he gets drafted. And, look, I, I don't wish him any ill will. I, I don't have anything like that for him. I just uh, – to say he's better than NBA players, come on. Come yeah, on. even the last guy on the bench. I mean, come on. You're, you're putting that guy down. So, you know, you go to practice tomorrow. Yeah, I know you – you know, I know, Bron, you're a little better than me, buddy, but uh, I didn't know yet. You're, you're, so I'm out, your kid's here, and I'm gone. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. – I wonder what the average of career, uh, career length is in the NBA. I'm going to guess it's about – I'll bet seven years is the average, maybe even less of a, of a career of an NBA player. Uh, I, 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 let, let, let's look this up real quick. Let's see. Uh, av- what are you saying, average seven? Average, average length of career. Average career uh, length is – in the NBA, I I went seven, and I'm a six. Oh wow! The average career in the, in the NBA is four and a half years. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's wow. brutal. You got those guys that are in and out, in and out. You know, yeah. it's, you got the guys going through the drive-through, and the guys that are coming to sit down and eat. Mm. You know, and that drive-through line is full. And it's just, you know, I said it might be lower. I was I was trying. I go, I don't want to look stupid. It's probably so. I, I went. Man, four and a half years. That's it. Can you believe that? That's the career. Well, I worked for General Motors for 30 years. Was never late. Yeah. Never late. You know, well, yeah, the NBA. I worked for six years in the NBA. I'm beat mm-hmm. worn out. You know, I want my $89 billion pension, too. All right. Um, Are you ready for this? The Chicago Cubs in spring training. I don't know if this is coming to Wrigley. But they are offering something called the beer bat, and it—it's. I, it, it, I, I searched and searched for stuff about the Cubs, didn't find anything about a beer bat. So let me have it. Um, it's thirty-eight dollars, and it looks like a big plastic, uh, you know, a uh, bat that that's hollowed out that you can drink beer from. It, it's huge. It. it, it so, Do you have the fluid ounce total for me, or uh, no? I, I'm 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 trying to find it in this story. Uh, hold on a second. It, basically, it's Oktoberfest in a cup. Bat at <laughs> Cubs. Uh, let's see. Um, the beer bat. All right, here we go. The beer bat is 26 ounces. Uh, 26 okay. ounces capacity, measured brim to brim. It's 24 inches long, two and a half inches wide. So it's almost a regulation bat. Um, it says great with any drink. You can buy it on the Cubs website as empty, but they're selling it at their uh, <laughs> at their at their minor league or at their spring training games for $38, and it's huge. Now I've got a little problem with this: the fact that it's still hard plastic. And it's a bat. 
You, you know, we're, yeah, we're, so you 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 you're the, the eco thing. You no, think the plastic? No, no, it's not that. It's the physical violence. Oh yeah, no, the people are gonna beat each other, of yes. course. Yeah, I, I I mean I mean this thing is is the size of an actual baseball yeah. bat. <laughs> yeah, especially from a couple of guys from Chicago. Hey, uh, you. You know, Vinny don't like it when you don't pay. You know, like, I mean, yeah, people are going to be, you, yeah, let's just give weapons to everybody. You know what? Maybe it'll help with gun control. It'll, it'll be like people, when people start killing people with uh, beer-filled bats, they'll say, well, wow, you know what? It isn't the gun. It's the person that killed. I, I mean, like, I, I remember the old days of going to, to Rangers game at their first park, and you would go on, like, you know, miniature bat night. And you get those hard, wooden, small bats. And you know that you were going to fucking work somebody out at school the next day when you had that bat. Because you were taking oh, that. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's sticking out of your backpack as you're getting on the bus in the morning. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, you're whacking the shit out of somebody with that thing. And now they're putting it, because they got rid of, uh, like, commemorative bat night due to the fact that people were, you know, hitting each other with bats. Yeah. They now, whatever of, happened to quarter beer night? Yeah. <laughs> well, they got rid of ball night, too, because when, when there's a bad call, everybody throws the balls on the field. Yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing, there's just so much liability out there anymore. There's, you know, it's warning, this hot coffee is hot. You know, yeah. I mean, there's so much. It's like we have to tell everybody where every they're so offended by it anyway. But we got to tell them every step of the way. Lead them by the hand. Call, you know, just be. Because, oh, stop that! You know, it's just it's, it's so ridiculous. You have to explain everything to everybody. Oh, it, it's beyond ridiculous. But I mean, the only safe thing they give out now are 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 bobbleheads and ponchos. And when, when people start using the ponchos as nooses, then you're going to get rid of the damn ponchos. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, I'm sure there's been a few of them, you know, on forensic files covering a body that was drug out, you yeah. know, the house. They could all use that poncho. <laughs> but, yes, I mean, what is the best? What do you think would be? What, is the, what would you show up for? Uh, with, at a baseball game, if there was a, if there was a, you know uh, something at the door for you, what would what would it be that you would make you go? I want to go to that game. Okay, so I remember my all time favorite thing I ever got at a game. I was a kid, and we had a minor league hockey team in Dallas called the Dallas Blackhawks, and they the had what? the Blackhawks. They were the okay, Dallas Blackhawks. Yeah. I saw uh, I saw a referee get hit in the head with a puck, and they stitched him up on the ice. This is way back in the day before everybody wore helmets. And they had stick night. And we got a, a, a wooden hockey stick. That was the greatest night ever. Now, <laughs> now I, I would have to say it, it would have to be like a, a really cool bobblehead for me to really kind of want to go. to. to uh, and you got to get there super early because it's like the first 2,000 people. But I guess maybe a, a bobblehead or, or something really cool and commemorative. Okay. What about right. you? What if it was a what if it was a Mitch Williams bobblehead? Yeah, I probably wouldn't go to that game. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. All right. He did this for the Rangers, though, right? Oh, oh, he did. I mean, last year they had a game where they had a George W. Bush and Nolan Ryan bobblehead the same night. 
<laughs> well, that, I would have hit that one. Yeah, that was that was about that was about the only promo I went I would wanted to go to, but we didn't go. I mean, it, it's a bobblehead, whoopty doo. Uh, I know. I know. Um, the, yeah, I mean, the giveaways have have just gone to shit since we've gotten older. You, you know, yeah, I mean, they have like the college. The organ playing, the smell of popcorn and hot dogs, the bum, 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 bum. Yeah. You know, the, you know, you can smell the hot dogs, you can smell the, uh, you can like smell. I said, beer, you can smell the beer around, you know, just whatever, you know, and, uh, yeah, shut up, what game are you watching, you hamburger? Yeah. You know, I remember that, that's minor league ball, you know, to the, um, you know, that's what, people don't realize, that's what makes baseball so great, plus, it's like math, it's like logic, mm-hmm. it's, it's life, almost, but, uh, that's for people like me. You know, I have. I'm a member of Menza Menza Part uh, Menza Part B. Oh yeah, yeah. It's another league of Menza. What I'm in, so yeah. I understand. I I think of stuff like that. It's not for the average person. No, no, it's not. It's not even for the actual Menza members. It's, people, <laughs> it's not you know. for anybody. Please yeah. have this man taking in. Well, see, I mean, it's okay, Joe, because I have those questions, too. I was watching a video the other day. I'm going off the script here for a little bit. Do you ever watch that show, Undercover Boss? Love that show. Okay. I have a question because I don't watch the show. I've seen some clips. Are the people that work at these places absolutely retarded? Because some of the outfits they give these undercover bosses – you can clearly tell they're in disguise. Well, you know what? I, there are a couple. Yeah, you're right about that. But I don't think they, they need to do what they do. The best ones are when they do where, you know, it's some company. You have no idea what the CEO looks like. Sure. And you might have seen a picture in the break room or something by a memo or something like that. So you don't really have to doctor that guy up too much, you know. But then right. there's the ones where they don't. And a couple of them have looked. Like, you know, they were trying to be Ron Jeremy for uh, Halloween. Yeah, I, I saw a clip the other day, and this guy had, like, you could tell. The, the only thing missing from the mustache making it fake was the word fake mustache on it. I mean, <laughs> you could tell, like, this guy's in this, and, and the people are looking at him like, oh, my God. Oh, wow, it is you. I'm like, of course it's him. Well, well, if it says fake mustache, it must have been it's a reveal or whatever. They wouldn't. They don't give it away when they're out, you know, when they're, uh, checking out stuff. They do get caught. They they've actually they they uh, they don't show those, but they they've they've got caught once or twice on episodes to show they get caught. But I guarantee they've been caught way more. Oh, I'm sure of it. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, it's like intervention. You know, how many times can you go to that person going to hear? Uh, you know, we're doing a documentary about addiction. Yeah, but they're not going to be on intervention. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, you're it's like really you don't know that. Oh, okay. So, oh, oh, this is a documentary about addiction, but it's not intervention. All right, I'll yeah. do it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, okay. I, I watch the show Intervention because I like to root for the people. I you love know, it. Yeah, but I, I mean, I sit there and I just, I, it, it makes me cringe. That show makes me cringe so much. I'm like, oh, man, no, no, please don't do that again. Uh, (laughs) Do you think that show is harder to watch if you're in recovery or if you're using? Uh, Yes to both. I I, I mean, like, like being in recovery, watching this show, I know what those people are going through. And, like, I don't know what the magic pill is that they swallow that they've been 
fighting this intervention the entire time, and then all of a sudden they go, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, especially, you know, it's not like you're in drug court, some, uh, and, and, and the judge says, you got to go to the Salvation Army. No, it's like, okay, we want to take you to Passages Malibu. This yeah. is the new one in the Bahamas. And there you have No, I was, yeah. When, when can I, do I have time to pack? I mean, I go, I do. I mean, it's like, you, what if, I mean, even if you, even if you plan on stopping, yeah, it's like go 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 get go dry out for a minute. But I mean, so I'm saying my point is that it's so they make it so in easy. You know, you want to stop. This is we're gonna make it. We're gonna roll out the red carpet for you to help you stop. I will, so I, I will I, say, it's hard to see when people don't take it. I will say that I think innovation is a lot better than Doctor Drew. Doctor Drew, nobody he saved. He didn't save anybody. Intervention saved a few people. Yeah, Doctor yeah. Drew is just yeah. terrible. Um, all right, seven signs. But back on that subject, what were we talking about before um, I, I? Seven signs that you have toxic femininity. Last I, you know why? Just because I'm having my Adam's apple shaved <laughs> a few times a week, it doesn't mean anything. It's just for look. Okay, go ahead. Uh, number one. Forward. Number one, your passive aggressiveness. This behavior involves expressing negative emotions in an indirect and subtle manner rather than addressing the issue directly. Now, let me just say, if that is one of the signs that, that you are you have female toxicity or feminine toxicity, then every woman has that. And I'm not now, saying that's a bad is this, thing. Is this, is, this, is this the woman in your relationship or is this, this you? This is women in general. This is just women women in okay. General. All right, right. That's what I thought. Yeah, and 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 let me just say the passive aggressive that that's their thing. That's women, and I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it's their thing. And you know it is. It it it, it really is. Because you know it, it's not what you know. You got to know what a woman. We'll get into that later. I'm sure. You know what a woman says. That, that's not what she means. You know, but that's another one coming up. But if you ever want the ultimate passive aggressive, watch Everybody Loves Raymond and his mom Doris, oh God, whatever yeah. her name is the real. I think she's uh, deceased. Uh, the most passive aggressive you know, towards his uh, Raymond's wife on oh, Everybody absolutely. Loves Raymond. You know, every word out of her was like, "Oh, well, I guess I'll, I'll come over and help you clean, honey," yeah. because you know, you know, it's like. You know, I'll come help you clean, but it's like really you're just saying a guy, you're you're just sloppy as hell, you know. And she's the greatest passive aggressive I've ever seen on a sitcom. But that is, yeah, that's a that's a woman. Uh, they, they use that all the time. That's one of their and, and see the reason why I'm doing this story is to show how stupid the the term female toxicity is or feminine toxicity is. It's just yeah. as stupid as masculine toxicity. Because these are just traits that men and women have. And now it's yeah. finally time we pick on women. So the number two one is gossiping. Talking negatively about other people behind their backs, often to make oneself feel superior or to gain social power. If you drink a gallon of if you drink a gallon of, of, of Jack Daniels every night and your and your significant other is a church going uh um um yeah. non-drinker that's a toxic relationship to cap that off that's what toxic is <laughs> it's yeah. not the, okay i know so this one the, the, the everyone is guilty of gossiping oh I god think. yeah and maybe you know uh, so i think that goes for both people 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm starting to have some traits of f- feminine toxicity here. If oh my God! Yeah, you know what? That teddy that you fat, uh, you know sent me a picture of. You were thinking about buying? I would say no. It's no. way too appealing. But go ahead. Well, you know that 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 uh, that shirt that you sent me, that blouse you were wearing, it didn't make you look that fat. <laughs> yeah, well, my face does. Okay. <laughs> uh, number three, playing the victim, blaming uh, blaming oh. others for personal problems or misfortunes, or portraying oneself as helpless or powerless. Again, uh, I you know I think everybody could do do that. What I think everybody says what well. Uh, there are people that you know uh, are, are more than others, you know. And I, I don't know if it's a self esteem thing or something, but but everybody's kind of guilty of that too. Everybody, you know, every I mean, uh, you whether you try to get something or you really are a yeah. victim, you know. I mean, the biggest victim in the world right now is Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Those two are the biggest victims because South Park made fun of them, and then he went and had a pay-per-view where he got clinically diagnosed, and then he's doing another speaking engagement. You want to talk about somebody who's playing the victim. It's that yeah, well, and, and not, are you, are you, you really believe, because I think it could affect them. So I think they kind of are a victim in a sense in that way, because when you're in the public eye like that, man, they're just hammer you. Those guys, I mean, they lay off some people, but yet they're, they, they're, that's my biggest problem. If I thought that was going to be my biggest problem, I'd say, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. If that's the kind of money that comes with it. But I think there is some little victim, real victim in there, but. But, uh, yeah, they are playing the victim. Oh, they're ma- majorly playing the victim. And, and by the way, the reason why I say it now is because they demand their privacy and they want to be treated like regular people. But you can't have a pay-per-view where you get diagnosed and charge people $37 for this pay-per-view. Yeah, and then I, you know have- what? I think the key move was you, if you really want to duck out and go, you know, witness, uh, protect, yeah, yeah, not L.A., yeah, that's the place to go there. <laughs> uh, number four in the seven habits associated with toxic femininity, manipulation. Using emotional or psychological tactics to control others and get what one wants. Oh, well, the little head doing the talking for the big. Yeah, I mean, I mean, these are all male traits as well. Exactly, exactly. You try to, but you know, you know the saying. You know, men get women. Women get laid when they want. Men get laid when women let them. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so that right. That's the way that goes. But I, I could see that. Um, that's for both people too, but uh, you know that's that's that goes back to the dawn of time. I mean, yeah. you know that's the yeah. You watch National Geographic. The male comes to set the yeah, I mean, and attacks the women, you know, or whatever. I mean, that's just the way it is. That's other than alcohol, that's how people hook up. <laughs> Number five, perfectionism, setting impossibly high standards for oneself and others, and becoming excessively critical or judgmental. When those standards are not met, well, that's what's called being a winner. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's I have, what's called. You know, why not? I, I, just so you know it, I, I, I have a bet today, just for the hell that was for the show, on Joel Damon, the guy that wants to be second best. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, that guy. I have a bet on him today. So just so you know, because he's not into perfection. Mm-hmm. I just need him to win. It's like you know when you're being chased, you and your friend are being chased by a tiger. You don't have to be the fastest. You just, I mean, the faster than tiger, you just have to be faster than your buddy. Did you, you know? see? Did you see the news story that was released last week about that? 
No. The U.S. National Park Service issued a statement last week saying, if you are attacked by a bear, do not push your friend down. I, I thought that was some kind of joke. I did see no. that. I didn't get I was like, no, that's, that's oh, yeah. That, 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 it was legit. Hey, do me a favor. Oh, so we have to start telling people um, not to um, turn their uh, turn their best friend, of, uh, their BFF, into a fucking gladiator? Yeah. I, I mean, but that was a real story. That, that was an actual release saying, please don't push your friends down. I, I remember seeing that. I kind of slumped my head. I thought maybe it's some joke I haven't caught up on or something. You know, so yeah, I can't oh. believe that, but that's crazy. You know, so, you know, oh, your mom didn't already tell you when you were five, don't be hit on your friend or throw them in front of bears. Oh, all right. Uh, number six, jealousy. Feeling envious or resentful of others' success or possessions and using this as a reason to undermine or sabotage them. Well... Jealousy is something I am extremely, you know, uh, in tune with. I, I, I know all about it. Um, you know, when I, when I enter a scene as an international sex worker, when right. I do enter in a room as a scene, and I drop that robe, the jealousy, it's like it just oh. rears its ugly head. Oh, I can imagine. Because and so do I. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm right there. Oh, sorry. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, with the, with the amount of ropes that I imagine you shoot, I mean, I mean oh. Joe, Joe started the t-shirt company. I shoot like a porn star. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I have, I have traveled over three Western states in my career touring <laughs> with my electric career. Uh, all right. I mean, for God's sakes, I've been to Peoria, yeah. Arizona. Um, number seven, unrealistic expectations of femininity. Believing that women should conform to a narrow set of standards for beauty, behavior, and personality, and judging those that do not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they use that in a lot of rom-coms. You know, the girls sitting around at the, the section that said anything, you know, judging. Like, I can't believe that she wore that. Now, now, that Joe, I, I, got a qu- I got one more story for you that I didn't tell you about because it's too good to tell you about it. I wanted to get your, um, your, 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 your reaction, your blind reaction is, but I do have a question for you. As an international sex worker, <laughs> um, what happens when you, uh, when, when, when you're, you're, you're called into your duty? You know, you're tagged in, if you will, and you show up, and that person is a trans. Do we go through with it? Do, do, do you do you take one for well, the team? Or? If, if you remember my keynote address at the International Union of Sex Worker yeah. Convention, in his, in, it was actually in Pahrump, not Las Vegas, but, right. um, uh, but it was sensitivity was the keynote address. It's all about sensitivity because, like I said, when you get called, oh, you're working with, uh, with uh, an actor named Sam, Okay, back in the day, you knew that was Sam, maybe a Sam Elliott type of guy or something, sure, you know, sure. if you're into that. Now, now it could be Samantha or it could be a combination of both. Right. So that's why sensitivity is key. But as an international, no, I am, I, 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 my ID, it shows that I'm not an organ donor. Okay. okay. I, I'll give my organs who the fuck I want. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. You're not an organ receiver. 
definitely not an organ receiver. Okay. Now, I mean, somebody like Jennifer Aniston wanted to get a little frisky. I'd I'd give her the tip or so, but that's it. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, You you would play just the tip with her if she was pegging you. I would let her go uh, get frisky. We uh, we would have a safe word. (laughs) Is that safe word, don't stop? (laughs) No, it's where's your verse? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um... The last story is about somebody who's more masculine than both you and I put together. That's not possible. Yeah, yeah. This is a story. I sweat. That's not possible. Go ahead. This is a story about 98-year-old Betty Lindbergh, who continues to demonstrate that age is only a number and is the world record holder in the 5K. This This show's got more ass on it than a public toilet. Sorry, hold on. So what was that the was that the ninety and above age group that she's the world record holder? Uh, I believe so. Uh, she topped her age group at the USATF Masters 5K Championship. Um, she walked for the duration of the race and clacked an 11 minute uh, kilometer pace. 11 minutes a kilometer. Okay. So that's and like uh, that by five thousand, right? Uh, last year, the Atlanta native made headlines when she crossed the world record by her age group by more than 30 minutes. I thought it would be by a day, maybe. Man, <laughs> oh, man. I, I thought it was she just finished the, the race alive. Well, there you go. How long did it take her to finish? Um, I mean, it took uh, – uh, she, she did the 5K in 55 minutes and 48 seconds. Okay. All right. That's... The previous record was 96-year-old Betty Ashley – who did it in an hour and 28 minutes and 36 seconds. Well, so, I mean, so the, the, she's got to be better than I mean, You know what? It, how old is this? Now, you said Betty? I thought it was a dude. No, no, this is Betty. This is 98-year-old Betty Lindbergh. Oh, and she's, well, yeah. Okay, so she's 98. Okay, it, when, uh, make me, let's make a promise that when we're 98. I'm not going to make we, it. We'll, we'll meet somewhere and we'll walk the 5K together. I love it. I love, how, wait, wait. How old are you right now, Joe? I expect some really nice gifts this year. On May 1st, I'll be 58. 58. So I'll be 52 this year. So we'll, 40 years from now, you and I are going to meet somewhere. You'll be 98. I'll be 92. Dead as a doornail. But I'll still show up, and you and I will do a 5K together. And I'll tell you what, I'll pay the tab because I probably won't have to pay it off. I'll probably be done before that bill hits. So, uh, yeah, so no problem, kid. I'll meet you at the 19th hole. All right, buddy. Well, hey, uh, Joe Murphy, thank you so much for another incredible week here on the show. Okay, thank you so much. Real quick, write this down. I want. I, I think we didn't get to it. Um, I, I, I want to know, I want to talk about what's your definition of woke? And some of your thoughts about stuff like that. That's so next time. Maybe right there we'll, we'll no, talk hey, about it next time. We can do that now. I, I, oh, okay. I, I, yeah, I well, if you, Jimmy, now. can you pour me another double? Yeah. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here well. Yeah, no problem. So what is your definition of woke? My, my definition of woke is um, you – I, I don't I, – my definition of woke is it's something that's crippling America right now because – uh, to be woke, I, I, I think if you're woke, half of you is fake because all you're doing is perpetuating lies to people. 
Um, and, and, and is it confined to uh, minorities, like in, like in terms of African American, Latin, Latino, or is it well? Is it also applied to things that are like um, uh, LBGTQ related? Oh, it's or, a, I, I believe it's everywhere. I mean, I, everywhere. I don't. I don't. It's like we got to be sorry for everything. That's what I'm, I, I yeah. That's my take on it. We were so sorry. We're so sorry. Let me get on my knees and say I'm so sorry. For, for, for being mean to you because, you know, because um, I have to accept everything. I just remembered that the Bible says I don't have to, but apparently I have to accept everything and it's okay. I, I, I think, honestly, that's probably the best definition I've ever heard for woke. I, and, I, and I'm not blowing sunshine here. Uh, the, the fact that you have to accept everything, that, that is what woke is. Yep. I, I yep. mean, I, like, like I, I started the show off today with this story about yesterday – the Jill Biden handed out the International Woman of Courage Award on International Woman's Day to a transgender. Yeah, I mean, come on. You can't, you know, women should be pissed about that. They should be. Oh, the woman of the year had a penis. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the, the, if yeah, you want to define, you want to define woke, that, that the epitome of woke is that we, 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 just like you said, we 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 allow everything. We have. I, I, I think everything. I got to be. I mean, not be. I thought I did, but that's a that's a doozy. Um, you know, and it, it, I hope that this isn't. I because I looked and looked, and I hope it wasn't something made up. Because I really thought maybe you know, you know, you know, there's no more Aunt Jemima, right? We've got to take that right. that warm and cozy and grandma type. I want to hug you and kiss your grandma. Uh, cooking pancakes in the morning. Got to take her off the bottle because it's right. offensive, okay? And then that now they got, but they got a drag queen on cheeses. Well, like, let, let me let me yeah. ask you your fa- your yeah. question on That's this. That's fine. Um, what I I don't understand, and maybe you can help me. Maybe I I don't I don't understand what the appeal of is with all these drag queen shows for kids. And they read to them in the library here in Reno. They they read they read in the library. They have the kids going and drag queens read stories in the library. But but I can't say that I, I my nation. I believe my nation is under God. That nope, you cannot say that. But I can sit there. Um, I can sit there with, well, I, I won't say for sure. It's a big possibility that the person in drag is a male that's gay. Uh, and, let, yeah, let all my kids go in there and watch. Them. And I'm not so, so I think just because he's gay. Don't get me wrong. It's not that. It's just, uh, I mean, I just, people have a right to expose their children to what they want them exposed mm-hmm. to. That's not anybody's call. So, you know, it's just, it just seems hypocritical that I don't get why that is acceptable. No, and, and neither do I. I somebody had sent me. I, I don't know where it is now. Hold on, let me check one other place. Um, I got an interesting video. There's a guy named Matt Walsh who is exposing these people, and he said it better than I've ever said it. And the video shows is he says they brought this on to themselves because we were minding our own business, we were going to work. We were paying our bills. We were going to school, doing what we did here in America. We were laughing at jokes. And then all of a sudden, this group comes along and says, uh, I was born a man, but now I'm a woman, and you have to accept it or else. Yeah, and don't let me reiterate. 
I have nothing to, there's no, it's not a problem. I have nothing wrong with the, a person being gay, but the, my eight-year-old is going to come home and say, Dad, why was this guy dressed up as a woman with makeup on instead of the red? I, you know what? If I want to explain stuff to him like that, I'll decide when. Well, not I, I, you, know, well, not you down there in your, I don't, I don't, I don't, my kid was at Mardi Gras all day, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, that that to me, that is your opportunity to be the parent that you should be. And, and, and honestly, and I know that this isn't going to sound right coming out, but if, if little Arnie Jr. came home or Arnett came home and said, Daddy, why was there a man at my school today wearing a dress reading us nursery rhymes? I would say, first of all, I'd be calling the school asking why there's a, 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 a drag yeah. queen at the school. Secondly, I would say that's a man who has a lot of mental issues. That's a man who thinks it's okay to do this in front of children, and it's not, in my opinion. And that's my child, and I can have that opinion for my child. And yeah, we're taking that yeah, away from you know, I, Go ahead. We're, we're taking that away from parents because we have these activists now who are teachers who are not reporting back to parents that they've talked their kids into changing genders. And this whole idea of the word social construct can go fuck itself. Because social construct is supposed to be an idea that both sides accept. I don't accept the, the, their side. So now what? It, 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 right. It's maddening. Yeah, it is. It is. And, you you know, uh, today's, today's parents haven't helped out. You know, that when, I was, when I was a kid, my mom knew where I was every second of the day. And when she said I couldn't spend the night over at Sean Johnson's house or whatever, I thought she was the meanest mom in the world. And, and all the other kids got away with No, when I grew up, I, I found out, no, she just cared because yeah. she knew where I was. She, she wasn't. She just gave a fuck. Mm -hmm. And today, these kids, they send their kids off to school. Not, it used to be the kids that send them off to school so to, to the school could parent them. Now they feed and parent them because they don't have time. They're on the pipe back at home. Now, I, I saw a video last night, and this, this is really interesting. Um, it was uh, Piers Morgan interviewed uh, a murderer here in Texas. Um, his name is pa Paris uh, something. He's in big boy prison now, but he's going to be released when he's 18 because he committed this crime at 13. Right. He stabbed his little sister, his four-year-old sister, 17 times. She took his Halloween candy. Yeah, well, no, I know that's cool. That's a, yeah, so, so he was 13. He was 13 when he did that. He stabbed her. He called 911, and they were telling him, well, why don't you do compressions? And he was, he, was, he was nowhere near the body, and he was playing along with it, meaning the kid's a sociopath or a, psycho, or a psychopath, right? And right. he's in prison, and he'll probably be released when he's uh, of age. Um, but here's the deal. His mama, they had her there, too. And his mama said, look, and, and he even said, the murderer said, I wanted to punish my mother by taking one of her children, and uh, uh, look at that, I got them both, he said. And the mother came on TV, and this is how much parents love their children. And they need to realize that there are parents out there. She said that she would welcome this kid back into her home because she doesn't know how to not love her child. Um, okay, well, let's see. Let's get uh, Steven Spielberg and them together, and we're gonna put we're gonna we're gonna try it out with Chucky for a month, yeah. and then we'll see if, if if you can if you and Chucky get along and you're not dead. Well, well, then we'll let you have the kid back. Yeah, I, I mean it's crazy, but but that's what a mother's love is, you know. It that is. Mother, there is. There is. There is no. You know. There's no. 
no greater love than a mother's love. I yeah. mean, she came, you came out of her. Right. You know, I, I always say, you know, I, when I see these guys using children as pawns in negotiations, things like that, I mean, I've always said, uh, you know, and I do have my regrets sometimes, but if I had a child, whatever, if, 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 if there was some kind of discord between us or whatever, you know, go stay with your mom. You know, go stay with your mom. Mm. I mean, you know, don't you know? Well, I'll see you enough. You know, I'll come see. You. Hopefully, but you know, that's if you're not just just hate each other and they're gonna run off to you know Pakistan with the kid or something. Then I mean, there's all kinds of situations. But I believe a child, especially a young child, needs to be with uh, needs to be with his mother. I yeah. mean, that's just that's just the way it is. Yeah, there I, is I mean, no a deeper bond. I mean, you look at you came out of her, and then you know, even if you're if you're a religious person, uh, you know, read the Bible. I mean, the the three people at the when Jesus was crucified was his mother, and I believe yeah. I believe it was uh, James, and then uh, Mary Magdalene. But yeah, you know, and the mom obviously and obey your father and your mother. I mean. You know, and, and, and the whole point of when he turned the water into wine mm-hmm. uh, at the wedding was because his mom told him to. Right, exactly. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't about everybody getting drunk. His mom said, do this, and he did it, you know. So, Joe, yeah, I, you, I, I, I'm going to leave you with this joke. Joe, why wasn't Jesus born in Nevada? <laughs> well, uh, I don't know why. Because they couldn't find three wise men and a virgin. Well, you know what they call her. You know what they call a Reno virgin. You know what a Reno virgin is, right? What? That's a cocktail waitress with only two kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, pal. We'll talk to you next week. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Phone number is seven seven five three five seven fans. Arnie Radio One at gmail dot com.
93.7 FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Welcome back to the big show here on a Thursday. One more day to go this work week. Thank God it's almost over. You're just tuning in. What the fuck? I mean, seriously, you missed Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. How can you miss Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy? You can't do that. What you can do is you can go to ArnieRadio.com. And you can sign up for a membership there, and then you can go back and listen to Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy since you missed him today. And I'm challenging you to do that. Now, as family, we have a game to play. We have a, a, a another fun edition of... You make the call. Now, hear me out. You have to make the call on if this is inviting danger... Or no problem. Okay? Once again. You make the call. Are you inviting danger or no problem? You remember growing up as a kid? Maybe maybe you were a little well-to-do, if you will. Because, see, us poor kids, we never got this shit. Sonny D. You remember Sonny D? Remember those commercials of the kids running into the house and, and checking out? Oh, soda pop. Yuck. Kool-Aid. Yuck. Oh, man, check it out. Sonny D. Remember Sonny D? It was kind of like orange juice, but not orange juice. It was, it was, it was kind of healthy, but not really healthy. Well, here's the question I have. Sunny D still out there, still available. Kids are still running in the house after fighting over not going to, to use the hose outside because that's gross. Does anybody have any Sunny D? Sunny D has announced they will be coming out with the brand new Sunny D vodka. In a big four pack that just says Sunny D vodka. Sunny D. Vodka. The vodka is a little smaller compared to the Sunny D. The new hard seltzer. And and, and let me just say this. uh, On behalf of all the recovering older alcoholics out there, um, you you new breed alcoholics, I I just got to say, disappointed unbelievably, uh, the new breed of alcoholics. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. I mean, all these seltzers and these white claws and these the, these drinks that will, will help your vaginal discharge. Come on. The new hard seltzer will come in a pack of four. Features its tangy orange flavor of the nostalgic drink mixed with vodka and seltzer. Does it still have solar energy? Probably. Sunny D and Tang. It's probably better than Fireball. Definitely better than pickle juice shots. I was literally just thinking that's the only way I drank Sunny D was with vodka. Brilliant. H-E-L-L-A Moist. Sunny D tasted like Kool-Aid that was left in the sun too long, then watered down. Well, now it's got vodka in there. I mean, God forbid, let's say, you know, the reason why I'm asking you to make the call is 
is this a bad idea due to the fact that this is going to be probably sitting in your same refrigerator as a nice big jar of Sunny D. And you get a kid that walks in there and they see Sunny D in a can, which means they can go outside and they don't have to worry about spilling into a glass or anything like that. So, so as family, I, I, I have to ask you once again. You make the call. Good idea or big disaster ahead? I can see this product being successful for kids in Russia, but in America, I don't think the kids are going to be too keen. Well, the kids in America love Sunny D. They don't know it has alcohol in it. See, the, the, the Desert Runner has bad idea, headache, headache, bad idea, terrible idea. See, the kids aren't getting the Sunny D thinking there's alcohol in there. They're grabbing it because, A, they're stupid kids, and they see the words Sunny D. That's all they see. B. Coop says, terrible idea, lawsuit on the horizon, disaster incoming. Okay, good, 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 good. I, I wasn't the only one who saw that. Because when I, I, I was like, boy, this is, this is, you know what? I got to give credit where credit's due. I tip my hat to the, the chairman and the CEO of Sunny D for allowing this to happen. Because this takes balls. This takes a lot of, in, in the world that we live in today of the overprotection, even though they're not really protecting kids because we're still allowing kids, they, we're, we're saying we're protecting kids by letting them see drag shows. But I, I got to think that a Sunny D vodka, I mean, using the same font, I mean, I'm laughing because I know the I, I know way I I know how shit's marketed, and this is 100% marketed towards adults, of course. Yet there's an underlying thing of well, if we can get the kids drinking this early, and it's only four and a half percent alcohol, it's not like they're gonna die, even though they still could die. Don't get me wrong, but yes, I agree with Andrew saying disaster coming. That's just too funny. Hey, Mom, can you get me a Sunny D? Mom's not paying attention. She cracks that thing open. Bloop. That's good stuff right there. That's just funny. Um, all right. Another serious story here. This happened in, in Pennsylvania. Uh, uh, There's some graffiti sprayed on a Pennsylvania high school wall that said, hire more black teachers or five white ones will die. They found that this wasn't on just any wall. This was on a bathroom wall. (laughs) Are you 32 and still living with your parents? Try Sunny D Vodka. Mom, do we have any Sunny D? Aren't you supposed to be at work? Shut up, Mom. You're not the boss of me. Ma, I wanted the Sunny D with vodka. Losers. Police in Upper Darby, a town about eight miles outside of Philadelphia, reportedly alerted the graffiti back uh, at the end of February. 
Parents alerted police that the message and law enforcement asked the school to confirm the legitimacy. They said the message was for real and determined it was written um, by a developmentally challenged 19-year-old student. Nobody knows who wrote it. They think they know who wrote it, but they don't know who wrote it. Um, I don't understand what the appeal of becoming a teacher is now. I got it before, uh, but but with, with with all the activism involved in teaching now, it seems like no matter what they're they're trying to push, whether it's the the alphabet mafia or white supremacy or what whatever it is, whatever it is, why why would you get involved in teaching? It doesn't pay worth a shit. A lot of people can't stand your unions. And by the way, once you become a teacher, you fall into that same loophole that police officers fall in, where people hate you. And I'm sorry if you're a good teacher, because there are a lot of good policemen that fall in that category. Developmentally challenged in Pennsylvania, they should investigate a certain senator. Yeah, he's probably off the hook, because they, they probably didn't release him from the nervous hospital in time. Uh, now, they, they, they did ask him, uh, uh, John, did, did you write this? They turned me loose from the nervous hospital, mm. and I was well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not well. You, you, you're still not well. Please stay in the nervous hospital. Um, I, I find it kind of amusing that this is just kind of a, a sidebar story. Five teachers' lives have been threatened at this high school. We had five white teachers. Let's remember this. And, and I don't care if it's a developmentally challenged kid because nobody knows who wrote it. It's easy to blame this on some kid who's got developmental problems. I, I don't know if I'd want my kid going to that school. I mean, they're talking about murdering five white teachers all for being white. And and let's can we tell the we tell the truth on this show? Let, let, let's let's get into some deep truths here, real quick, shall we? The idea of of this going about, and then the, let, let's say the school district goes, "Oh, we have to hire five black teachers." And and I keep hearing this with different stories in different places everywhere, whether it's NFL coaches, whether it's teachers, whether it's whatever. I find this idea of forcing companies and businesses and teams to to force them to interview people of color. I find this to be such a pandering, playing down. This to me is more racist than anything. And, And let me stick with a topic that I know well, and that's the NFL. And I'll stick with my beloved Dallas Cowboys. And I think Mike McCarthy should be fired, and I wanted to see Sean Payton here, but it didn't happen, so I'm going to be screwed for another five, ten years. Yay. But when Jerry Jones is ready to fire Mike McCarthy, I'm betting Jerry Jones knows who he wants to hire next. 
I'm betting he knows exactly who's going to fit into that role. Maybe it's somebody who's on the bench. Maybe it's Dan Snyder. I, I or, or or not Dan Snyder. That's the owner of the Redskins or uh, Commandos. Uh, whatever our defensive coordinator's name is. Maybe he wants to hire him. But instead, what they do is they have to interview a certain amount of people and a certain amount of black people. Now, on its premise, it doesn't sound bad. Oh, you're interviewing. But they know they're not going to get the job. Why would you want to get on a plane and leave your family to go and do a two, three, four-hour interview with the team And you know you have absolutely no shot at becoming the coach. And you leave the interview and you go, well, I did a good job in the interview, but I know they're going to go in a different way. Why are they doing this? Why are they forcing this on us? This other thing that's being forced on us. Um, And and I saw this. How about a proven winner like Lovey Smith? Yeah, amen. Um. They, they, I did this story last or a couple of weeks ago, and Tommy was here, and we talked a little bit about it. Um, these black doctors got together, and they held a uh, like a, a a speech, or they had a talk, and they had students come and listen to them. And they were talking about increasing the number of blacks who get into healthcare, become doctors, not healthcare in general, just become doctors to get more black people interested in science. You can't force somebody to be interested in something. This is, Look, it, it's a wonderful idea to open eyes for people and things like that. But to say, well, we, we don't have enough. We have to have these assemblies. And we have to do all this kind of stuff. And I'm sitting there going, well, the people that want to be doctors, they kind of know they want to be doctors from an early age. It, it, that's not something you think about your senior year in high school. When you're writing your research paper, you're not sitting there going, well, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Oh, I'll be a doctor. I got an A in biology. I think I'll just be a doctor. That's one of those things you're kind of groomed for. I, I, I'm just saying, it, it, all this forcing upon us, all, all, this, all this shit, why don't we just let people figure shit out for themselves? Now, if there's a team out there that is refusing to, to ever hire any black coaches, then we, need, we should talk to them. There's plenty of good black coaches that have been there. Tony Dungy, he won a Super Bowl. Uh, it, 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 it's ridiculous that they force all this on everybody, and the world just goes, oh, they're racist. They're not racist. They just want their team to win. All this says is that blacks aren't good enough to get jobs. Sickening blacks don't call this out for what it is. Yeah. My six-year-old said he wanted to be a doctor. Now, see, six might be a little early. Might be a little early. But, but, but well, get him a lab coat and say he identifies as a doctor. Special Kale, you should take your six-year-old everywhere with you and go, this is my doctor. Hey, he, he says he's a doctor, so I have to assume that he's a doctor. What's better is you should change his first name to Doctor. Then everybody has to call him Doctor. That'd be the best name as a kid. Do you go by a middle name? No, I don't. Yes, my middle name is Lord. Doctor Lord states. You either got to call me Lord or you got to call me Doctor. Which one is it going to be? 
Which one is going to make you squirm the least? <laughs> Dude, there was a kick-ass surgery that they talked about. Man, and it happened in China. Hold on a second. It, where, where, where did it happen? It, it, it happened in, in, in China. All right, everybody good? Okay. Um, the fetus of twins is surgically removed from the skull of a one-year-old sister in China. Stop that. Stop it. Mage isn't even here. For love of God. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Okay. Well, good. Do, 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 do we need to grow up a little bit more? All right. The condition is called fetus in fetu. It's so rare, only a handful have ever been recorded. The fetus of a twin was surgically removed from the skull of its one-year-old sister in an anomaly uh, only ever recorded a handful of times. So... So this is like a conjoined twin, but the twin is in the brain. It, it, it's in the skull. Doctor said the fetus had developed upper limbs, bones, even fingernails, meaning it was likely continued growing for months while inside the sibling's womb. The fetus, which is about four inches long, was only discovered when parents took their daughter to the hospital because she had an enlarged head and problems with motor skills. Is the surgery called tongue fetus? <laughs> Did they remove it? Let me get to the rest of the story. I do not know yet if they removed it with chopsticks. This is just awesome on its own. Only about 200 cases have ever been documented, and only 18 inside the skull. Fetuses in fetu also have been detected in the pelvis, mouth, intestines, and even the scrotum. Oh, no. Not there. So is, is this like a, the, the, the whole conjoined twin that I saw that one time at, like, Sam's? Oh. This isn't like the weird twin sisters, you know, that they're both, like, you know, talking and, and, and they, they have each an arm. I remember I was at Sam's one time in Roseville. <clears throat> About 11 o'clock in the morning. Just got done doing the show. And I was going around doing my, my daily or my weekly search of, you know, new DVDs that were coming out because this is way back in DVD time. And I'm walking, and I noticed this, this family that walks by us, a lot of people are looking. Now, now I, once again, I, I, was, I was going east and west. They were going north and south. And I noticed these people were kind of looking. And I said, well, what the hell? You know, inquiring minds want to know. And I kind of glanced over, and I see this this girl, this young lady, and it looked like she had big, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger trap muscles. Trap muscle is that big old muscle that goes from, like, shoulder to shoulder and around your neck. That's a trapezoid muscle. And it looked like she had developed, like, half of it. It was huge. 
I was like, well, I got, I got to get a closer look at this. And I'm not kidding. I took my cart, and, and, and I was in the DVD section, and I ran, literally running with my cart. Not, not in the aisle where they could see. Once I got into the other aisle of, of, like, tires, I ran down that aisle, hooked a left, and ran all the way down to the meet, as fast as I could go. Hook another left, and then I, the last left I have to take, I'm going to be confronting them head on. And as I come down the main aisleway, going north and south, I spot him. And there she is. And you could literally see, like, the, the, the brow bone going down into a nose. Like, she had a conjoined twin, like, right in her neck. Oh, it was, it was, it was, it was crazy. Now, I, I, I just pushed my cart, and I walked by. As soon as I got by him, I made a face, like, oh, my God. I remember I talked about it the next day, and there were a bunch of people like, oh, my God, Arnie, we thought that was you. I'm like, no, no, that wasn't me. And they're like, yeah, we saw her, too. That's Quasimodo, Hunchback of Sam's Club. I wonder if Charles Xavier and the other mutants were shopping. Arnie, what's a DVD? Yeah, back in the old days, kids, we watched movies on DVDs. Um, Let's see. um, So they talk about the surgery in here. Okay, doctor said it continued to survive a year after birth because it shared a blood supply with its sibling. Uh, it's unclear if the surviving twin will suffer long-term damage. Dr. Zongzi Li, a neurologist from the Hashan Hospital, Fudan University, who treated the girl, said the intracranial fetus in fetu is proposed to arise from unseparated blastokites. Uh, doctors in Thailand found three siblings inside the skull of an unborn girl. Good Lord. Man, oh, man. I guess they, they successfully removed it. So there you go. That's craziness. That's weird. Yeah, you had a baby in your brain. You had two heads. It wasn't better than one, though. Oh, man. Oh, no, I don't want to do that one. Let's see. Okay, I did that. Oh, we got that for tomorrow. Oh, yeah, we got that one for tomorrow, too. Okay, all right, here we go. California mom. I think we did this story on the show. Uh, California mom who's facing more than three dozen charges for hosting a series of booze-filled sex parties for teenagers. Shannon O'Connor, she's 49 years old. Police say that she invited 14- and 15-year-olds to wild parties with her sons. Behind her husband's back in a $5 million Los Gatos home near San Francisco. She's been held without bail since 2021. Now, I gotta say, Let's just say something here, shall we? We hear about these DAs, and this Los Gatos is probably near the Bay Area. I don't know if San Francisco DA is is there. We hear about these DAs that 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 don't give bail to bad people, and the bad people go out like right away. 
this gal has been without bail since 2021, and she had booze-filled sex parties for her teenage sons. Now, yes, that is against the law. Let, let's, all, let's all come together now and say that's against the law. And that probably she needs, to, she needs to be punished for doing so. I'm okay with that. Quite okay with that. What I'm not okay with is this woman is having booze-filled sex parties for her sons, and she doesn't get bail. Yet someone who goes out and hacks someone up or beats the hell out of somebody, they let go an hour later. Now, could it be because she's a Caucasian? Maybe. Could it be because she lives in a $5 million house and they know that she could get bail? Maybe. Uh, Los Gatos is in the southern tip of the San Jose area, nestled against the Santa Cruz Mountains. Good part of the world, minus the underage sex booze parties. Well, it seems that 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 Miss O'Connor has been assaulted by five women in the Santa Clara jail. Um, she allegedly gave 15 minors, teen uh, minor teens, access to alcohol, full run of the house, and encouraged them to have sex. At one party, she allegedly handed a drunk boy a condom and shoved him into a room with a 14-year-old girl. She faces 39 criminal charges, including sex abuse, sexual battery, child endangerment, and giving alcohol to minors stemming from parties she hosted at her home. The pack of five females inside the Elmwood Correctional Facility allegedly attacked her in a vicious beating like to produce great bodily injury back in October. What other, what, what other way is there to attack somebody other than to cause great bodily injury? She was hospitalized after the attack, returned to the jail. She did not defend herself. She's back in court next month on child abuse charges. All right. Now, see, if that's a regular child abuser, somebody who's, like, beating their kids... I mean, this is bad, but it's not it, it, its not the most horrendous thing. Ghislaine Maxwell is like, chill the fuck out, lady. Sounds like she got what she's deserving. I do the same thing. So when is Prince Andrew moving to Los Gatos? <laughs> Prince Andrew's like, whoa, I need to meet this lady. This gal is something else. All right. Sex booze, teenage parties? Why, yes, indeed. I'll, uh, I'll have two, please. Now, we know that people go crazy for their animals. We know they go crazy for their pets. Uh, I, I, I mean, they buy them outfits. They, they get them trolleys, and they push them in buggies and do things like this. And, and usually that's dogs and cats, you know. Real pets. Um, this is a story about 22-year-old Anton Allen. Lives in Scotland. The devoted, devoted pet owner shares carefully uh, his creations that he's done for his hamsters. 
what does he do? Well, what he does is he offers them a variety of home-cooked meals. Um, two pet hamsters enjoy a diet of curry, pasta, and cheesecake in the care of their owner. Um, the, the hamsters, Mr. Marshmallow uh, and Mr. Licorice, are only a few months old. The pampered pets eat a variety of meals from the hundreds of recipes he makes them to ensure that they have a very uh, a variated diet. Now, can 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 you just scream out the word virgin for this guy? The, 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 I don't think this guy has ever even held hands with a girl. How do you go preparing these gourmet-type meals for a hamster? I mean, I, 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 I think we need to get some, some medical professionals involved with this. I, and I'm not trying to be mean here, but it, it, it's, a, it, it's a goddamn hamster. What the fuck? Holy crap, where is that story at? Oh, this is breaking. Hold on a second. I gotta find this story. Thank you, Braddy Kid. Where's my breaking news here? Now we can we can end the show with some fucking Ladies and gentlemen, stupidity. can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Um Wow. Wow, this is breaking right here and now. Authorities in Virginia, where a six-year-old shot and wounded his teacher, will not see criminal charges against the kid. Commonwealth's attorney Howard Gwynn said his office has yet to decide if any adults will be held criminally accountable. The news says the boy used his mother's 9mm in January 6th shooting at Richnick Elementary School. A lawyer for the child's mom has previously stated that the weapon, which was legally purchased, was secured on a high closet shelf and had a lock on it. Well, obviously it wasn't. I mean, am I missing something there? If it was on a high shelf that had a lock on it, how did your son get it, and how did he shoot a teacher with it? You've, you've said that that is your gun. Did it mysteriously fly there? <laughs> kid has major playground credit. Well, you don't fuck with this kid. Once we analyze all the facts, we will charge any person or persons that we believe can be proved beyond a reasonable doubt committed a crime. The six-year-old did. Um, real quick, I don't give a flying fuck if he's six. This kid. Let, let, let's, let's rebirth the story, shall we? This child had been a problem at that school for quite some time. The child was such a problem that the child was no longer allowed to attend school unless a parent was with that child. 
the day of the shooting, the child showed up at school, sans parent, which means I would have turned him away. Hey, dickhead, where's your mom? Where's your dad? Oh, they're not here today? Well, you ain't coming in here. Then, the day the kid shows up without a parent and nobody says anything, it was mentioned not once, not twice, but three times, and the last one being the worst, it was reported that the young man had a gun. One teacher even saw said gun. And the third time it was brought to the attention of the, the school board or the school higher-ups, they said, well, we only have 10 minutes left in the day. Let's make it through here. And then a teacher was shot. A teacher was shot for doing her job. Now, now we, can, we can all fucking piss and moan about guns. We can all piss and moan about mental health. And I'm done pissing and moaning about those two things. Braddy Kid's right. Review all the facts. Um, what have you been doing for the last six months? Fact is, kid showed up at, gu- at school with a gun, and he shot a teacher. I think all indications say he committed a crime. He shot a teacher. Let's see. Who do I think should be charged? The mother should be charged, absolutely. Um, I'm going to say that every teacher that had knowledge of this boy being in the school with a gun, including the principal, all should be arrested as well. They put it, and and let's not make this about the teacher, shall we? Let's change this up a little bit. What happens if this little six-year-old turns the gun just, I don't know, a couple feet to the left and he shoots another student? Are we going to take this a little bit more serious then? This is a very serious story. This young man is six years old. I told you the video that I saw the other night, or or last night, about a kid who was 13 who stabbed his sister 17 times, and he knew exactly what he was doing. Well, he's only 13. Well, this kid's only six. Well, they're only 16. When are we going to stop making the excuses? Everybody needs to, everybody on the left needs to wrap their their head around the fact that guns are not going anywhere in America. People on the right bitch and moan, they say, oh, what about gun control? What about this? What about that? Guns aren't going anywhere. They're not. You're never going to get rid of the AR-15. You're never going to get rid of handguns. You're not going to get rid of guns in this country. Why? Because Americans love their guns. The end. They love their guns more than they love their alcohol. And see what happened when you try to fuck with that? They revolted. Try to take their guns, it's going to be a lot worse. So guns aren't going anywhere, so we can, we can stop that argument. Stop that, 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 that area of pissing in the wind. Then we'll go to the mental health argument. Well, this kid, obviously there's some fucking issues with him, but he's six. His brain's not fully developed. I mean, obviously, any kid who has to be brought to school with their parent has got some fucking issues. 
Now, I'm not saying that they shouldn't take care of it. I, I, I think it's great that they went out of their way to let this little disruptive shit in their class, even though parents are in there now. But, but Arnie, the AR-15 is an assault rifle. Oh, I, I, I'm well aware. How about we just lock down the schools? How about this? Now, I know it's an elementary school, and, and you know what? And it sucks. I'm about to tell you something. It sucks. We have to have, because this isn't the first time an elementary school has been shot up. Do we not remember Sandy Hook? We need to install metal detectors and x-ray machines at every school in America. If you want to make schools safe, I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I, I really do. And, and, and I think it sucks that there, there's going to be lots and lots of kids going to school. They're going to be hassled with metal detectors and x-rays. And they're never going to bring guns to school. And guns would never have been brought to those schools. And it's a waste of time and money. I don't think it's a waste of time and money. I think it's a way to make sure 100% that kids don't have to worry about going to school and getting shot. Getting rid of guns is not going to get rid of that worry. Working on mental health is not going to get rid of that worry. The only thing that can help that worry is locking down the schools, securing the schools. And until somebody jumps on that plane with me, I'm not listening anymore. This isn't gun owners' faults. This isn't mental health professionals' faults. This is the fault of people that go into schools with guns. And it's the fault of every school district in this country not having a 100% safetyness. And I know it's going to be hard to get 100% safety, but 99 or 97% is pretty goddamn good. The AR-15 is not an assault rifle. It's just a rifle. I Look, hey, it's the war on this. And, and the AR-15 wasn't even used in this case. It was a handgun. It was a 9mm. By the way, they tried to go after those in the 80s. A lot of y'all aren't old enough to remember, but there were a lot of people that were very, very anti-handgun in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Now it seems like nobody talks about handguns, and I'm, I'm just going to let you in on a little secret here. And, and I don't think I'm letting you guys in because a lot of you guys are, are gun people. Um, a handgun can kill you just as easy as an AR-15. A handgun can kill you just as easy as a shotgun. A handgun can kill you just as easy as a fully automated weapon. Don't talk about that, though. No, 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 no. No, instead, the next time it happens, and sadly, it will happen again. We'll get celebrities to come out and go, well, we got to get rid of these guns. How does he get a gun like this? Oh, is it mental health? Guns, guns, guns. Why wouldn't the the school shut just secured? (sighs) So there you go. The six-year-old's not getting any charges. Fan-fucking-tastic. Unbelievable. Hey, you know what? No, it's not. I, I I apologize. It's not unbelievable. It is totally believable. All right, our final story of the day. Got got to lighten things up now. 
And uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot where it was. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, we do. Um, but nothing can kill you easier than Arn Anderson. You're goddamn right about that. Spinebuster dead. Using these two words to get three words together seems to be just too delicious. A disgruntled Florida stripper. Boy, oh boy. Man, the, <laughs> the possibilities are endless with this story. A disgruntled Florida stripper was arrested last month. Taira Miller, 29-year-old, and her accuser, 34-year-old man who she allegedly had dated for six months, both work at the fine upscale, upscale establishment called Baby Dolls in Clearwater, Florida. This attack allegedly happened inside the club at about 11.55 a.m. Oof. Boy, you know you're a bad dancer if you're on the 11 o'clock a.m. shift. Uh, Tierra, you need to go to the day shift, girl. <laughs> that C-section scar is getting bigger. Um... This attack happened a week after the couple had broken up. So, you know, they're in that that terrible couple phase where they're hating each other. Well, the man decided that he was going to walk across the stage to speak to another co-worker. Uh Uh-uh, no you ain't. That's when Miss Miller decided that it was time to react. And what she did was... She hurled a large wad of cash at him, striking him in the back of the head. Now, I tell you what, if she's got a large uh, amount of, of cash already at 11.56 a.m., boy, she's doing pretty well. <laughs> That's bullet hole Tuesdays. Miller was slapped with a misdemeanor and domestic battery charged, according to the complaint. She was released from jail without bond in order to avoid contact with her ex-boyfriend, even as she was allowed to continue dancing at the club that employs them both. Well, I got to come to work. So she hit him with a lot of money, and and they pressed charges. Isn't it funny that a 28-year-old stripper that throws a handful of money and hits somebody with a handful of money gets charged, but a 6-year-old who actually shoots his teacher doesn't? Welcome to America 2023. She might need to be promoted back to nights. I mean, if she's making uh, that much money, boy, this place looks like a wonderful establishment. Baby dolls in Clearwater, Florida. (laughs) If you don't have a meth addiction problem, you will after leaving baby dolls. Large wad of cash at noon? Yeah, she's sleeping with the clients. Oh, no. No, come on. 
working in a wonderful establishment named Baby Dolls? I can't imagine that. Say it ain't so. All right, that's going to do it for us today. We shall return tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Tomorrow, remember, last hour of the show, we will have our special... Academy Awards. We'll make our picks. Christopher will be calling in. We'll be making our picks. He's going to go over some Arnie's as well, some Assies. Hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do it all tomorrow, and I have a very special story for him as well tomorrow. Uh, until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, as family, have a wonderful Thursday, and adios, everybody. <laughs>